Sister, we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's good with you? Honey hump day. Thank yes, God. indeed. Yes, it is. Yes, I'm getting ready to be another year older. I got, what's the date? 18? I got seven days, child. Uh-oh, celebrate. Ow. Celebration. Honey, getting ready to be old lady status. Oh, sad season is coming up on us quick. I don't know if I'm ready. You why you not ready, honey? Um, cause y'all too much. What that mean? Too much um, handle. Cause y'all are too much. Just too much to handle. Too hot. You don't want to buy up no gift. Oh my gosh, not really. I don't want to deal with y'all. Mm -mm. I ain't fooling with you, Sagittarians. Man, but... I need to ask what you did to make it like that because we don't just do it for nothing. <laughs> no, y'all just a handful. That's it. That's it. I'm just being. I'm being facetious, but you guys are just a handful. Uh, girl, Sagittarius are the most fun. Mm -hmm. We're exciting. Mm -hmm. We are. Uh, we always are fun to be around. We are always up. on one. Um, that's only if a person does us wrong, you know, not like, like in a bad way, just, just oh. you know, high energy, just y'all, y'all gonna tell you something that y'all don't like to admit. Sagittarians are very demanding. They require a lot. Girl, that's them, that's them means, honey. I'm um, trying to um, tell you. Honey, uh, I'm going to tell y'all, Sag men usually have like the mommy issues and shit. Mm -hmm. I don't be knowing what happened. But for whatever reason, it's like the mama gave them too much love or didn't give them enough. It's something. Mm -hmm. Don't know what it is, but them sage me and honey, when it yeah. comes down, girl, them sage me and very no nonsense. Like I ain't they want no everything. Stuff. They want it like this. You gonna have to do it like this. Oh yeah, we demanding this shit. Um, yes, y'all are child, but that's all right. We only got to deal with y'all. Wait a minute, child. So D-Mac, the trucker's birthday is November 27th. D-Mac, you was born a day after me. Bro. Oh, D-Mac, I'm going to talk about your... Oh, so he Lord. won too. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, I, I got him too. I got mm -hmm. him. But, yeah, Sagittarius are so much fun. We just a little crazy. We all... Oh, yeah, y'all are. Y'all y'all, y'all are good people. Definitely a good time. Always keeping it, you know, light and just full of energy and fun and all that stuff. I can't lie about that. Honey, I be feeling so bad for Carlin. I be like, damn, he really got he really gonna sign up to put up with my bullshit. Man, like this listen, is amazing. Bro Carlin, <laughs> whoo, you a strong man. <laughs> bro Carlin, you a strong man. <laughs> really concrete. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, just... <laughs> I'm joking. That's I how think. you feel. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I, bro Curlin, I only have to deal with it twice a week, baby. You ready to deal with this for the rest of your life? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this woman crazy. Girl, mm -hmm. after I finished making his hamburger helper and fixing him <laughs> ham sandwiches, it's usually just fine. As long as you get in that kitchen and fix that sandwich. Girl, he is just fine. I bake mm -hmm. a cookie every now and then, honey. He is just <laughs> fine. Um, he, he he gets a lot of love and attention, and I'm dope. Yeah. And caring and sweet. 
Mm-hmm. And my narcissism, my narcissism only shows up like twice a month. So. Babe, that's it. Look, that's 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 the one right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jerome, you got the time out. You don't need to drink no Hennessy for him. <laughs> Jerome, come in with his drink mess. Hennessy for me. Jerome, come in with his mess, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't waste no time. But how how has your week been, girl? I'm so geeked about next week being the holiday. How is your week, girl? Been? Excited. <laughs> um, I'm excited as hell because I like birthdays and I love surprises. Mm-hmm. Me too. And so you know, I'm getting ready to turn 41. Uh oh, girl. The wall has hit hard, but it's mm-hmm. all good. You know. Um, I still made it. No, never mind. Um, (laughs) but it's been an interesting week. Mm -hmm. Um, lots of stuff going on, especially around the space. You guys are nuts. Um, (sighs) yes, that's why I'll be peeking in and popping my tail out. Yeah, you're gonna have to come grab uh grab me by the hair and be like, bring your ass out of here. I need to because baby, (laughs) I I, I really do. This child, you're gonna talk to me, talk to me through clenched teeth. You don't get your words, <laughs> <laughs> you know how you tell your kids when they're in the store. Get cutting your <laughs> get your I told you not to ask for nothing. I'm trying to <laughs> listen. They know, they know that black mama. Well, you know oh, what black baby. mamas do, mm. and it's so funny. I don't know. My child doesn't really ask for a whole bunch when he, but he's spoiled. So never mind. Mm, okay. 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 Yeah, Cause he doesn't really do like, I never nah child before he, before he turned four, mm-hmm. um, he gave me the blues. You hear me? Mm. The blues, like the absolute blues. When I say was <laughs> on one, and I really thought I was gonna have a nervous breakdown, but that's that single mom shit. I, I, he needed his daddy right there. Child. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pookie. That's my, that's my love bug, my family. <laughs> yes, honey. <laughs> but you know what? Oh, um, wait a minute! It's Topaz's shot uh birthday. Happy birthday! Oh, happy birthday, Topaz! Drop your cash app and I'll cash app you a little some. All the birthdays in um November. Okay, okay, okay. I see okay. Uh, save yourself, black woman. This was concrete's mess. Oh, no, um, you know what she said. Uh, look, tell yourself, tell black, yourself woman. black woman. Listen, girl. Uh, uh-uh, uh, because I'm gonna tell it on your ass. Don't tell it. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Don't do it. Tell it. I got to tell it because to me. So we sitting up there trying to come up with topics and stuff, right? And so she throws this one out there, and I was like, I don't know. Oh, um, is that what you said? You said. No, show? I'm, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell exactly what what else I said. I said. She said, "We well, we've been going at the men kind of hard. You, you, mm-hmm. you know, like we've been going at the men kind of hard. I was like, we have. I don't think we've been going hard enough. Oh, now you yeah. did say that. However, yeah. I sent you a list of topics, and you chose this one as well as. So you just gonna put it? Yeah, I'm gonna put it really? out there. You gonna put really it? I'm gonna put it all the way. You you put the you put the toe out there. I'm gonna go ahead and step <laughs> all, all all the way on up out there." Um, but we you know, been you say black woman. Where was you when we was coming at the brothers? Where was you to defend them when we was coming at the brothers, baby? <laughs> you me straight up, like uh-uh. 
Uh-uh. Tell you yourself, black woman said, y'all don't even have to start the topic. I don't like this one. Look, she said she knew it was me. That's how you gonna do me? Oh, wow. I guess I'm gonna pick Misha tonight, baby. Uh, Coming at black women's. You might as well, honey. Uh, (laughs) Might as well. (laughs) You might might as well, honey. Um, Listen. Some girl called me a killer pick me child. I thought I would die. I was like, damn. I'm earning my money around here. Listen. A killer pick me? Oh, A killer pick me. I will sacrifice you hoes for any She said she knew it was me. I can't get over that. Mm. Okay. Let's see how y'all doing me. But um, listen, because what she say? Because Sister George always with the shits. I uh, knew it had to be concrete. Well, <laughs> you know what though? In my defense, who gives the men more smoke up here? So even though the topic who, who, reads who, who, as who it does, me, baby, oh me, me. <laughs> I used to be the good cop, but um, oh. both of us bad cops now. I'm glad you finally admitted to the role. <laughs> wow. That's the, thing, that's the thing about them damn Geminis, baby. You got to catch their ass red hand. Don't do that. Baby. You wrong. Okay, so before we get off into this topic, though, what 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 else? What's tea? What else you got for me? Honey, how do you feel about calling your man daddy? So, um, Monique came out, you know, we all have always heard Monique call her man daddy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was interesting because I be calling Curlin daddy or whatever. And then, you know, I was reading the comments and people was like, mm, you call your man daddy. That sounds like incest. That sounds like mm. you got some issues. Really? They say that? Yes. And it's, oh, it, wow. it was more than what I would, I actually thought it was. But then I was thinking, okay, I'm old though. So I can kind of understand it um, from a younger woman's perspective not to do it because younger women weren't probably weren't raised or saw their moms or grandmas and stuff calling their men daddy. Um, damn, I'm trying to sit here and really figure out. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Uh, did your folks call like nah, nah, nah. (laughs) none of that? (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, I didn't think it was that big a deal, but um, I see that a lot of women had something to say about it. Um, that's so funny. Um, my great, my grandfather, my grandmother used to call my grandfather by his last name, and I thought that that was interesting. (laughs) Yeah, she'd be like, uh. Such mm, such yeah, y'all are. <laughs> um, no, I've never heard you know any of the my grandmother, my mom, my great grandma. They they didn't do that. But to be completely honest, I I'm not mad at it. Like I'm not. I don't get involved in how other couples refer to each other. What terms of endearment they decide to use with one another. You know, like I'm. That's our business. Like that's literally how I feel about it. Like. Folks in her business, don't do that. Mm-mm. Don't do. That. Um, I, 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 I can't. <laughs> That's not true, though. Yeah. Um, 
Shout out to Bay. He says, how is it any um any different than a Latina calling a Latin woman calling her dude Poppy? Babe, you make a good point because they can call, you know, every time it, I ain't gonna say nothing, child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how it is when it's us. We can't say nothing. And it's um not examined. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh shout out to Melody. I love to call a man. I'm involved with Daddy. Oh, okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. I love to call a man. Oh, why do you have to say it like that? Really? Because <laughs> I was trying to get Melody's voice. Like, I love to call a man. I'm involved with Daddy. Oh okay, my gosh. <laughs> um. Somebody was like, oh, save yourself, black woman. My grandmother used to call my grandfather pastor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, God. The only time. Never mind. I ain't going to say which pastor. I would... Never mind. Um, Shout out to Melody for the super chat. She says, like the stream. Yes, like the stream. It's gonna be Thank you, Melody. Thank it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just feel like that's her business. I, I you know, um, I don't think that people should be that concerned about it. Like, is well, how is that bothering you? How does that affect your life? Mm. But you know what? It's interesting that I say that because I was um talking and I was actually um had created a post in a group that I'm in, and I was talking about how annoyed I am with like all of this liberalism and people calling any kind of criticism, whether it's constructive or not, um, shaming, you know, and how annoyed I am with it. But at the same time, Monique is doing this publicly. So, you know, as a result, she is a public figure. She's going to receive critiques from it. I personally just don't care. And I think it's her business and, you know, it, it ain't hurt nobody else. That's true. That's true. Um, so I also saw a story about Waka Flocka and his wife, um, Tammy, whatever her name is, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that him cheating on her made him a better man, and her cheating on him made her a beast. Wait, so she said kinda... her cheating. Uh, wait, repeat that. I'm sorry. He said cheating on him made him a better man, meaning he uh he was laid up with uh Nia and she said tell her to put her chicken on 400 degrees as opposed to 350. Huh. <laughs> and he went back home and he told her. Wow. <laughs> and it made him a better man. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. I was like, damn, <laughs> these people are wild. But um, yeah, so he said cheating on her made him a better man, and cheat and her cheating on him made her a beast. And so um I found that to be very, very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's even more interesting because I've always thought that most men would leave a relationship even if they were the cheaters they would leave a relationship after they found out that a woman was cheating on them Mm -hmm. and what i'm starting to notice and i was i was talking about this to curlin today about wives being sexy um so i'm you know i'm like okay so she cheated on you and you stayed with her 
Um, then I was thinking about the Will and Jada thing, and I'm like, damn, these women have kind of done what they want to, but it's like they have kind of really made the men look like little hoes. Mm. What do you think about that? Well, um, first and foremost, I did see like kind of uh, publicly, you know, the public transformation that Tammy underwent um, went after Waka cheated on her. Like she moved out of their home together and got her own home, which was bigger and better. He ended up, he re that resulted in him moving in with her. Um, she, you know, kind of started grinding on her different businesses, tried to kind of get into music. I think she's an okay artist. So I think she did kind of level up and get on her grind. And maybe that was how she dealt with the hurt that she was dealing with from him. And, or maybe she was like, I don't want to, I want to make sure that I'm never dependent upon a man. So if he does, you know, try to dog me, I can leave. But as far as the men staying, I think that most men leave because their pride just won't allow them to stay. I, th mm -hmm. I think that there are a ton of men who still love their partners. I just think that typically their egos are too big for them to forgive and to stay in a relationship after they've been cheated on. Um, yeah. I'm like, I, because I that, uh, you know, but, your trust is betrayed in that way. You know, no one should stay. I, I mean, I think that you are saying what you're willing to settle for. And um, I, I mean, I personally don't think people should, especially just, I think that the person should have to put in the work in order for a person to forgive them and decide whether or not they want to remain in the relationship, whether the cheater is the woman or the man, they should have to put in a lot of hard work, like counseling. I need to see that you really regret your actions. You got Yo, but you know what's you know, so funny? You screwed up this and you want to make amends. This is the funniest shit ever to me. Can you imagine? And this is, but this is what it looks like. This is what it looks Danny? like. Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh oh, she paid it out, y'all. Um, but what I was gonna say is, can you guys imagine trying to get your woman to go to counseling after she cheated on your ass? <laughs> like, I, it's the funniest thing in the world to me. Like, oh, babe, you know, we just need to go to counseling. I know, I know you cheated on me, but you know, we if we go to counseling and work it out, you know, everything will be fine. <laughs> That's the yeah, I'm not sure where I cut out at, but. Um, yeah, I was asking, could you imagine like somebody like the, the husband trying to get the wife to go to counseling after she cheated on him? Like, uh, you know, babe, we just need to go to counseling. And if she um, cheated on him. He shouldn't be the one trying to convince her. Like, I feel like seriously, if you are the person that was betrayed, you shouldn't be the one making the effort to make things right and try to like, if you do, that's almost like you're accepting it and you're so weak that you're not even requiring anything for your forgiveness. That's like super weak sauce. Um, To me, if he takes her back, that's automatic, automatic simp, automatic simp. Okay, but it's not, a, it's not bad when a woman forgives a man, though. Uh-uh, hold on. Uh, I gotta clarify well, that. well, well, um, this is the thing. We all know that men can dish it, but they can't take it. 
um, most men aren't equipped to handle those kinds of things. You know, it's a double standard with us. Now, what I will say is that people kind of diminish the pain that women go through when they've been cheated on. But women, um, women do a lot of harm to themselves when they actually take the dude back. So the man cheats on you and you take him back. You didn't really do anything to remedy the problem. No, I agree with that. You and 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 then this is the thing so you kind of hear once a cheater always a cheater mm -hmm. but a lot of women like if a guy cheats on most women one time most women will take the dude back yeah most. that is true but you, most. you know what i've seen and i think that is absolutely silly like a lot of times the man can come and he can come in with a piece of jewelry or do some sort of grand gesture that's not putting in the work you literally just spent money like what character work did you put in for me to forgive you like you going out girl, i got one i got one work. for you i know what? the character work he cried girl he he <laughs> cried <laughs> oh yes that's and okay. that that's the shit hey, that works listen you, he know so crazy? you know how good vulnerability works on black women or women in general. Oh yeah. All most dudes have to do is like cry, like, "Oh, baby, mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. I'll never Listen, do it again." Don't, they don't even have no tears coming out. Baby, I I know some dude child. Mm -hmm. it's, it's real out here. It's yeah. real out here. Yeah, I know well, dudes can cry on command and and cry like it's nothing, and they'll go right back to doing the same shit that they were doing. Like you, as soon as you take them back, good yeah. enough. And well, you know, they become slicker, hiding, you know, they know how to mm -hmm. do it then. And then the way uh social media is set up, you know, pussy's just a phone call away. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, but I guess to to each their own. I just literally feel like if you you know, like it, it I feel like unless you are okay with your man seeing other woman seeing other people, um that it shouldn't be something that's taken lightly. Like they are putting your health in jeopardy. They are, you know, being extremely reckless. They are being, you know, careless with your love and, you know, your heart. And it's not something that should just be taken lightly that, you know, a few fake tears should, uh, would, you know, aid you in getting over their um, transgressions. Right, right, right. But, uh, but mm -hmm, about this topic, though, honey, <laughs> about this topic, um, said yourself black woman, then already told us how she feel about it. Mm. Um, are black women agents of chaos? Yes, are the are the sisters oh. <laughs> are the sisters causing chaos? Um, out in the yes, streets? oh, yes. you say yes, yo, you 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 answered it just that quick, bam, boom, yes, boom, yep, they they are. Yes. <laughs> On to the next. <laughs> okay. So it's interesting that you say yes, because interestingly enough, recently we've seen that black women are being hailed as the heroes in this nation. They saved the day by voting for Biden with like overwhelmingly, I think close to 90%. You know, they're being hailed as the women that always come in and save the day. But within the black community, it seems as though they're being viewed as agents of chaos. So which one is correct or are both true? I would say that um, both, I would say both are true. 
Um, you know, when we get punished, we really get punished. When people come down hard on us, they really come down hard on us, no matter what it is that we've done, no matter what we fought for. Um, everything that black women do is hella diminished um by our counterparts. We do something good. Oh, look at what they did. Look at this this bullshit. They ain't do nothing. They only care about themselves. They don't care about the community. They ain't this thing. And 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 you do have some women who really give a damn, who really get out there and fight for the community, who really wants to see uh community succeed. Mm. Those women don't get enough credit. We focus a lot on hood rats, hoes. Um, we focus a lot on bullshit that's not really conducive to anybody. So I'll say in that aspect, we don't get enough credit because we do do some great things mm-hmm. with the black community. I will say that. On the other hand, as it pertains to a lot of fucking interpersonal relationships, mm-hmm. baby, we hell. We are argumentative. We're bitchy. Mm. We're disrespectful. Um, oh. Hateful. Oh, we Patricia, got what we else? Got some, Tell me, girl. Some some damn issues. Um, a lot of us are walking around mm-hmm. here with issues that have never gone un, un- uh, Nobody's ever checked on us. Well, um, I, I, yeah. mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, I don't disagree with you. I think that both can be true in the same vein. I think that black women are being viewed. Uh, across our nation as the ones to come in and save the day as it relates to, um, you know, uh, the politics. But I do still think that that is not a sign of what's going on within our homes and within our own communities. I think that Omega Dread said something interesting. He said that they're pawns of chaos. And that is interesting because um, I agree with that. On that too. I was yeah, going to ask, was it I, an I, intentional thing? Um, but well, shout out to Platinum Elite for the super chat. Thank you so much, Brother Platt. Well, um, let me say this real quick. Let me finish my point. So I do believe that they have been used as pawns of chaos. I think that they don't realize that they're that someone else is pulling the strings. I think that black women feel as though they're in control and they're independent and they're running things when they don't realize that um, there is an entire system that is using them to continue the um, for the continued destruction of the black family and black community. So I think that that is a very good point that um, agents, I think that they could, they're both, but definitely being used as pawns of chaos. And I'm, I'm sorry, now what were you going to say regarding that? Okay, but being used as pawns of chaos. So if you talk to the average black woman that's out in the world or whatever, and um, let's just say she's a part of uh, things that do stuff for the community. Mm-hmm. You talk to her and you talk to her about things going on around the community. She honestly does not feel that she's being an agent of chaos um they feel like mm. it's the system it's um the people being divided like black men and black women being divided mm-hmm. um they don't really feel like they're the overall problem mm-hmm. within the system mm-hmm. uh, so yeah you know i thought that that was really really interesting i think you hit on something extremely important <laughs> not only do black women not think that they're the problem Black women insist that black men are the problem. Um, Listen, I think that we all have our share of problem. The issue is that there is zero accountability on the side of black women. I mean, individually, yes, but I mean, collectively, 
very little accountability being taken for the role that black women have taken. And I may be viewed as a pick me for saying this, but we are like, we have some serious issues with accountability. And I seriously think that until we can stand up and say that we are a part of the problem, that we've contributed to the problem, despite what's led us here, um, we, it, things will never get better ever. Um, okay. Then, okay, so we've seen certain effects of this long term. Mm -hmm. What do you think will happen with this still happening? Like, what do you see it, uh, the results of it? Like, wh what do you think uh, we're going to go with it? So, with Black women being agents of chaos or being contributors of the chaos that is occurring within the Black community, I think that what the future holds is more division amongst black men and black women, um, more men waking up and deciding to go their own way and more single parent homes, less help within the community, less mm -hmm. people, you know, coming back to the community in an effort to rebuild um, more, you know, black women taking, you know, uh, taking on multiple roles, wearing multiple hats, being, you know, the mother, but also, you know, having to, um, well, I won't say being the father, but having to be the sole parent in the home. Um, yeah. Also, in addition to working outside of the home and working multiple jobs, working while trying to attend school so that they can make more money, I think that, you know, which is going to leave the children alone even more, which will result in more problems being had within the community because, you know, there's no one supervising the children and there's less community programs and civic centers for children to go to after school because less people are coming back to the community to help. You are exactly right. Um, a lot of people don't even feel the obligation anymore. You remember at one point people were uh, starting to buy back the hood, um, fixing it up. Mm -hmm. Now people are running like hell to get away. Yep. Yep, and yep. There's no turning back. There's no looking back. And so it's like, okay, with ev with the way everything has gone. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. It it's not going to be a good thing. It's about to get real, real damn cold. Mm -hmm. um, and and we in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, you mean, oh, okay. You mean, uh, I'm saying like with all the people, mm -hmm. uh, I think I was watching the news and I was uh, looking at lines at food banks. I'm thinking about the unemployment rate. I'm mm, thinking about a, a lot of stuff that's happening um, as a result um, and not only as a result of the fathers not being in the house because, but we have a lot of stuff going on and then we don't have a male protection. And so you hit on some stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When we think about the fact that the state of the community, but in the midst of a pandemic, what, which we're currently facing, you know, in the midst of, you know, a deadly disease that is sweeping across the nation, um, in the midst of, you know, people losing their jobs and being out of work and less companies hiring and people having to go on unemployment, which, right. you know, won't really cover most people's bills. Um, and it's the holidays. So things are a little bit tighter around the holidays and, you know, banks aren't deferring mortgages and like exactly. the evictions are starting to come down. Like yes. They're starting to actually evict people. I I think like you're literally putting people time. out on the freaking street mm -hmm. um it's a mess then we're getting ready the country's getting ready to shut down again plus winter yes. 
Yes. Listen, honey, we see is, <laughs> Oh, listen, it's about to be winter. Um, I, luckily, there is some protections in some cities, like where it gets real cold. I think maybe they can't turn your heat and stuff off. But if people are out of work or, you know, aren't able to work two jobs because, you know, maybe they lost their part time job. So they're struggling, trying to make ends meet with just one job. Like there are a myriad of issues that are about to be plaguing us during these next few months and i think that you know we're going to see things worsen yes um shout out to eisen sama he says why do we keep calling black america a community a community Mm. of people is a symbiotic partnership where all involved benefit not Mm. black america um i think you make a um excellent point Mm -hmm. um and and not everybody's gonna benefit Listen, he's right. And you heard me with the ad libs, ooh and on. Yes, mm-hmm. say that. I think that we still call it a community. Uh, for me, it's like force of habit. Like I've always, you know, referred to it as a community, even though it's not a beneficial partnership. Um, what, what, you know, I don't know what we can call it, the defunct black community. I don't know like what other term we could use, but I think it's force of habit for me. Um, and that's why I call it that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know what else to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, a collection of black people, but right, know, right, being right. A, a community people get what you what you mean quicker. Yeah, so, yeah, but you know what? Omega Dress has a good point. He said this is what women wanted. Do, do you yes. Think, do you think this is what women, black women wanted? Um, to a certain degree, and I'm gonna say more so than not. Um, even with myself. Um, I can say that I have definitely been chaotic, but I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I don't feel um, empowered in certain situations. Mm. So, you know, um, and this is an interesting thing. So this is why I'd be like, I'm not a pick me because I do shit and I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um there are times where I have been very disruptive. I've been um, bitchy. I've uh, come into certain spaces doing whatever I wanted to, saying whatever I wanted to. Um, not to say that uh, people haven't done these same things to me, but yeah, I think, um, like I said, it's an empowerment. Sometimes we like the feeling of power. We like mm-hmm. knowing that we have a certain essence over people. We we know on the on the deep deep dark side of us we know that we like a certain amount of control and respect ourselves mm-hmm. we know we like our egos fed so i'm gonna say yeah um sometimes i'm I, yeah i would say more often than not this is what they wanted black women wanted to be in control we're afraid to uh trust our men a lot of us have been hurt and not healed and so mm-hmm. when you haven't healed you're not gonna trust um a guy to lead you're gonna mm-hmm. want to because you don't think he's even smart enough right. to you. So I think yeah. uh to that question, I don't I, I don't think this is what black women expected. Um yes. I don't know that this is what they wanted because to be completely honest, I feel like black women 
expected black men to do as they've always done and, and stand by us no matter how dysfunctional, no matter how disrespectful we're Ooh. coming off as. I feel like we didn't, like black men have always been there. We didn't expect to see growing numbers of black men deciding to leave the community and never return. We didn't expect to see, you know, growing numbers. We didn't expect to see actual movements gaining traction during a time, you know, with, with the advent of social media where they can reach large men, you know, men in mass. We didn't expect this. Um, we thought we could continue to act as we've always acted, do as we've always done, and black men would still be there. So Ooh, I think that, definitely. yeah, I think it was a bit of a surprise. That that is absolutely true. Um, we got what the hell we campaigned for. Listen, <laughs> it ain't turn out like we, we were thinking. But look, save yourself. Black woman said, "Don't worry, black men. Kamala will lock y'all up where your three houses." Listen, I'm not dealing with her tonight. I, I refuse. Um, yeah, I refuse. But oh yeah, my God, look at her. <laughs> I don't even know. I'll be reading her comments because baby, baby. I, mean, I love getting more privilege over black men. Oh my gosh, treat them like the help. Listen. <laughs> She is something. What did David Johnson say in his super chat? He said um, exactly. It's all it's all manipulation. manipulation and control due to selfishness and insecurity. You are exactly right. Thank you so mm. much for the super chat. That is exactly right. Now Kevin Samuel says that black women are more blessed than they acknowledge. Um, I don't know if he means blessed in the sense that we have like the government, you know, on our side, we have more access to resources. There's more favor given to black women as it relates to, you know, looking for jobs and things of that nature, typically because we're not viewed as a threat. Um, I'm assuming that that's what he means. And in that sense, I would agree. But then let me ask you this, because I and mean, this is the uh, main thing I used to get my ass beat up on when I um, first entered into like manosphere spaces, period. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, OK, I got to work just like you got to work. The government ain't giving me shit. Um, then I realized I had got my job through like the uh, what's the program? Affirmative action. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have benefited from being a woman. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how much that I benefited from being a woman because uh -huh. I felt like I was having to get out and work. Wait, Nobody clarified. Yeah. He and says, so, look at his highlight his comment when you get a chance to go ahead. I'm sorry. Wait a minute, honey. I can't see it. He said, oh, no, oh, he says, no, that you had and have black men available to you. Um, oh, yeah, we definitely benefited by having black men available to us. And we still do to, you know, a large degree. But I think that the numbers will continue to decline. It's real interesting. Uh, you know what? Uh, this is an aside, but I've seen Kevin's uh, one of Kevin's recent videos being streamed in three different um three different groups that I was in today, like literally okay. three, three different groups. That, I was in today and I'm like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? And I don't know, I'm assuming it's just really gaining traction on social media, but like everybody is literally talking about it. Oh, I'm gonna put be like, I'm gonna start putting his name in the title. Kevin Samuels is in our chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my, and listen, the, the difference, well, okay. So two of the groups, 
Um, one was the group that I added you to that it mm-hmm. was in there. Somebody made a post about um, his stream. And then the other two were like just um, strictly for women. So it's like sisterhood groups. And, you know, they're, they're, he has the women talking. <laughs> so I just f- found that very interesting. But I'm sorry, back on topic. Yes. Uh, hey, Complex. Hey, Dennis. What is going on, fellas? Hey, hey, what's up? What's hey, up? Y'all. What's up, y'all? Hey. Complex, what you think? What you got on this topic? Uh, you know, um, shout out to Save Yourself Black. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? Check, check it out. Check it out. Yeah, no, 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 no. Actually, um, I'm gonna co-sign. I'm gonna co-sign with her. So I got a couple what? questions. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, here's the thing, you know, if you let her talk. Right, they kind of reveal everything, right? Yeah. So just assume, right? Because I ain't shit, and none of the men here are shit. We ain't shit. You guys got it, right? Your chick, she's she's the new incumbent VP. Everything. So you know, let's go with the narrative that you guys are it. You've been it this whole fucking time. Pardon my language. You've been it this whole time, though, right? So I mean. I guess the question becomes, if you guys have been the agents of chaos this whole time, you've been the agents of chaos while you, the reins of control have been in your hands. So my question then becomes, if you guys are agents of chaos, given that you've got a new sister girl as the VP, and as Save Yourself Black Woman says, look, we ain't about shit anyway, what do you guys plan to do to correct it? Well, I think personally having conversations, which, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Um, Black women um, absolutely hate to see other Black women having these conversations. That's when we're called pick-me's. We're shamed for having Mm. discussions about it, but we're Mm. not having the discussions. We are calling Black women as, you know, we're collectively calling Black women out or calling Black women out as a collective, excuse me. Calling Calling them out on what? On their behaviors that resulted in them being viewed, that results in them being viewed as agents of chaos. So what if they don't think, they, don't the think they are, though? That's the thing. I mean, you are. I mean, you know, you what I'm the, the narrative that I'm told here is that you do what you do because, uh, you know, because uh, white supremacy and because of that. Right. Like there's no competent men. And because there's no competent men, you have to be in control of everything. And because you have to be in control of everything, then. Right. This is this is what I'm hearing. So yeah. I'm just I'm just saying at a certain well, point, at a certain point, wait, well, hold on. At a certain point, it is incumbent upon you, the backbone of the community, right? The, the people who have the reins and the control. Look, me being a lowly black man per save yourself, black women who ain't about shit, who don't know shit, who <laughs> is not competent or anything else. Here's what I'm relying on you guys to do. I need you guys to think above the problem. I need you guys to solve it because, right. you know, so it's not really, you know, because you're, you're not, you're not really but, listening to us, right? It's not as if guys like myself, it's not as if we haven't proposed any fucking solutions to this problem or anything like that, right? No, 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 right. no, no. So, so I'm waiting on you guys to do it. 
Well, oh. I think that for us, it starts with, first off, like I said, having the conversations. I, th- I don't think that we can force Black women to look in the mirror and see the truth about themselves. Y- yes, I mean, think no, that, here's how the thing. Here's we the thing. physically force them to see the no, truth no, about no, themselves? No, no, no. Here's the thing. Not- conversations, conversations don't change anything. Actions do. Well, so, well, let me I let me read that, the super chat first. Um, shout out to David Johnson. He says, "Bottom line, black women are simply spoiled. Point blank. Period." Okay. Um, so, go ahead, I want to answer that question. Okay, so this is how you get black women on your program. If they ain't on your program, leave. Wait, 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 wait. Are no, you telling me? Oh, wait, you're, you're, are you? Don't tell me this. I'm saying, no, no, no. I, I, no. I, I don't, no, don't I tell you. me that. I, I'm I, saying, I, what are women doing? What are they yes, going to do? Yes. Uh, um, what, so let me answer you. Let me answer you. Um, women can tell women to do certain things. We can give them the best advice. We can say, girl, don't mess with that dude. That dude ain't no good for you. Um, mm-hmm. We can tell you, girl, you shouldn't raise your kids like that. Um, That's not good for your child. Honey, you shouldn't do this, that, and the third. You know what women are going to do? Right. Exactly what the fuck they're going to do. So so, 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 that means they, so that means that they are going to continue to be agents of chaos. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. Yeah, they're, they're actually they're exactly yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah. They're going yeah. to be continue, continue to be agents okay. of chaos. But this is the thing. Um, you know how it is. You mess up something and then you go and look for your parents to fix it or you looking for your daddy to fix it. You know, we didn't fucked all these dudes. We didn't had all these babies. We didn't did every fucking thing that we wanted to do. Concrete uh-huh. your camera on. I don't know if you want me to let you up like that. Um, well, not like that because I don't see nothing but your camera on, honey. Um, but we have done everything that we've wanted to do. Now we're looking for somebody to come fix it because we don't know what to do to fix this situation because the situation has gotten way beyond our control. So we're not competent enough to fix it, though. We're not competent enough to fix it, Daniel. Well, I actually wanted to answer the question, too, and I actually had a different response. So I think that having the discussion does help. I think that we can't like i think that there will be those outliers who will actually listen and who will you know take heed and like re-examine themselves and the their own actions but i think that more than that we me personally i i am impacting those who i have direct influence over my nieces my daughters those that i love the you know uh, my friends children having like convert my daughters listen to this stream my daughter jokingly said to me tonight because I said I was tired. She's like, well, I can take over. I know what you do. I listen to you every, um, you know, every Wednesday and Sunday. So they listen to these conversations and I have conversations (laughs) with them outside of this, you know, you know, personally regarding our actions, regarding how we're viewed, regarding the dynamics between black men and black women. See, Rose, hey, can I jump in real quick? I can, can I hey, I'm going to drop down. I, I, I appreciate you guys allowing me to troll you for just a minute. You guys have a good rest. Thanks you, for you, coming okay. up, Complex. All right. Well, I, I didn't want to talk of anything. No, go I'm, ahead. All right, so this is the thing, right? So I, I agree with what you're saying, C. Rose, but like, this is this is a complication because now it becomes a generational thing. We also have to take into the fact that there are certain things like generational curses that certain people have to get over. And that, you know, you have the grandmothers that pass down the stupid nonsense they did to their to they, um, grandparents, to the mother, and then what's passed down to the daughter, right? 
So in this generation, it's simple. The, the answers is all in front of you. It's, there's no way you cannot see the answers in front of your eyes. It's just the fact of the matter we have to keep making these points to the so-called black woman for her to get it. But at the same time, it's her choice to get it. That's why you'll see different sectors out here on YouTube that allow these black women to see if you could just honestly be quiet for a minute and understand what the black man wants, we could win. That's the only point. But it's just that when you live in a toxic society and it's very geared towards narcissism, no one really cares because everybody's out for themselves. So that's the reality right now. Like, that's really what I see at this moment. But um, to just go on with this topic, it just rang clear because it's not just, I would guess, the social gathering. You got to also remember it's television. What are, these, what are these women being fed on a daily basis? And when you find out that these shows ain't nothing more but ratchetness and nonsense, who's behind it? You'll find that some of these executive producers are so-called black women. So then what do you do? Are y'all gonna boycott so that we have a mm. better message for black women? Or are we gonna sit back and just be like, well, it's all right, as long as you just get an hour in or in television, it don't hurt nobody. You also gotta take that into right. account too. Good point, good point. Uh, I certainly agree. Um, I, who was next, Danny? I'm sorry, I, I wasn't paying attention to what order everybody came up in. I want to say Dennis, and then Chaos, then L.A.R. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yes. yes, we can hear you. Hey, yeah, so I got a couple things to say. Like, you know, shout out to everybody on the panel. Uh, appreciate y'all having me up. So, yeah, so I got a couple things. So, first of all, you know, shout out to what Aiden said at the very beginning of the stream. Aiden said, you know, um, we don't have actually communities. He's totally right. The black community is actually just a bunch of black neighborhoods because if you think about what a community is, a community is supposed to be able to sustain itself. You're supposed to have. Again, shout out to Claude Anderson. He talked about this. The community is supposed to be able to have businesses, shopping centers, um, like, you know, places where you can trade, places where you can get all your needs sustained. So that's one thing that we have to start saying is we actually don't have a black community. It's actually just a bunch of neighborhoods. Now, the other thing, too, is Kevin Samuels hit it right on the, right on the nail, too, you know. Um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of African-American women are actually spoiled. And, and here's the thing. Uh, when when the top ten to fifteen percent of men, aka the like you know the the Chads and Tyrones or, or whatever, like you know, when the top ten to fifteen percent of men in the black community were dating now, that wasn't a big issue because women still had access to the eighty five to ninety percent of the rest of the men that left. So the the problem is, and the problem with uh, everything that happened was. When the, when the rest of the 85 to 90% of men said that they're going to start dating out, which is what we're seeing, now all of a sudden everybody wants to come back to the table. Everybody wants to, you know, uh, uh, you know start changing behavior. And, and, and it's just like what Sister George said. If, if we really want to see, like, you know, quote-unquote, African-American women change their behavior and, and, like, you know, get in line and get on our, get on our page, men are just going to have to leave. And and so this is why, this is why uh, you know, SYSBM is just, Coming a huge thing so like you know that's just a couple of things i had to say but yeah i mean we don't really have communities we have neighborhoods and like you know eventually eventually what's what's funny is this, the whole feminism movement kind of thing was was so interesting is that and life balances itself right so you know, if, if you're going to take all the men, you're going to emasculate all the men, you're going to turn all the men into, fem, like, you know, feminize all the men, that may work for five or 10 or maybe even 20 years. 
now we're what we're starting to see is, is everything's sort of working itself out. So again, I mean, we're actually now starting to make some changes, which is really, really good for the quote unquote black community. So that's all I gotta say. Thank you so much, but I wanted to ask you a question too. Do you think that the men are really, really going to leave? Because as much as men say that they're leaving, um, women are still able to have certain benefits um, as it pertains to men. What do you think about that? Absolutely. And the reason why is because every uh, every person's uh, time on this earth is limited. So again, like, you know, uh, Deuce, Deuce will, will stay. The funniest thing about black men is what I've noticed is, because I, I mean, obviously I'm one of them, we're the most persistent people and we're the most stubborn people on the planet, to be honest. So you may see a lot of black men who will like, you know, stay by the side. But here's the thing, like, you know, am I going to continue to waste the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years, the rest of my life on people who don't want to get on my program and who want to like, you know, screw my life up and make things difficult? No, because at the end of the day, black, black men want to enjoy, we want to enjoy our lives too. We don't want to sit up here and, right. you know, be disrespected and talk to we don't want to we don't have to we don't have to take that abuse for the next 30 40 50 years and that's what a lot of mm-hmm. that's what a lot of black men are starting to realize is just like like you know you don't have to deal with that so yeah i mean here's the thing we're going to stick what from what i've seen is a lot of black men give it about maybe another five years and then i think here's the thing you already see it in commercials you already see like you know yeah. caucasian women asian women with black men it's coming Literally, and, and this, this is going to be the saddest thing, is what's going to be sad is the, the African-American race, if, if, if things don't get worked out, is literally going to be erased. We you know what, Dennis, I, I think that you're right. And I think that black men are stubborn, but I think that they're slowly waking up. I think that when we look at it, like, you know, we have the internet now. So it's not like when our fathers and grandfathers were coming up. Like, in addition, Danny, you remember we posted the video of the high school students who were saying that they prefer women of other races over black women young men or young boys are getting it so i think that we're seeing it and just wait until this next generation matures and they're of marrying age and you know like i think that we're gonna be surprised at the numbers and and here's the thing sister george i'm 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 27 i'm about to be 28 Sister George, I was already dated interracially ever since I was five or six years old. What? Gosh. Yeah, I was already dated interracially. Hey, since I was five your mama years was old. playing with you. I'd be like, Baby, you know what I be doing? You already my know the rule. You know what I be doing? Use my comb. Every so, time so I see a little it, dark black girl, I'd be like, isn't she gorgeous? Mm-hmm. Ain't she? But, but, but yeah, I mean, and that's what I'm saying, Sister George, if I'm Z, you know, I'm Gen, I'm Gen Z coming on or Gen Y or whatever. I mean, literally, it's just, it's just going to be passed down so fast. So, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, like, you know, the sisters just got to get on code and got to be like, yo, like, okay, literally, our all of our men are going to leave at some point. Just, I mean, look at all the propaganda. I mean, literally, every commercial that I see, I, I don't, here's the thing, I don't see African-American women dating outside their race. All I see is a bunch of black men who are with 
white women a lot of times. So well, I mean, if you the look at the propaganda too, within the media, they they're showing mixed couples. So you will see black men with with women of other races as well as um, black women with women of uh, with men of other races. So there's a ton of propaganda even in the media, kind of helping to indoctrinate our people and our kids to let them know that this is kind of where it's at. This is the wave. This is what a family looks like. Right, but but here's the thing, Sister George. Like, you know, do you think that, you know, black men should have to deal with that? Do you think that black men should have to deal with the disrespect and the, you know, I don't need no man and you're worthless and, and do you think that do you think that we should have to deal with that considering and there have been studies on this that actually black men actually make the best fathers. So why are you treating the, the people who have been who the dudes have that are literally stuck by your side from 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 the jump? Uh you know, why, why are you treating them bad when, when, if we're going to be honest, they're your best option. Because men, the men have allowed it because the men have allowed it. Um, what you allow is what's going to continue. Uh, at some point men have to put, put stops in, in, put a stop to it. Stop dealing with it. If it's causing you that kind of trauma and pain and discontent, stop dealing with it. Um, as long as you continue to deal with us and you take our bullshit, and especially if that's the type of bullshit that we're uh, given to you, stop. Stop. I totally agree. Totally agree. Yep. Uh, shout out to Light Bearer Council. He says, since we have made a bunch of Amazonians in the black community, I think we need a class enforcing women that either persuade or force compliance. Um, to be completely, uh, thank you for the super chat light bearer council. Uh, there were communities back in like the seventies, eighties that did have like a female, um, kind of uh, a female security force that kind of went around and, and this was from through, I believe through the NOI, like they were enforcing compliance within black communities and baby, they would pay you a visit at night. So um, that's not unheard of. I, I don't know how that would go over today. People are so quick to call the police and, you know, you call the police and say you're getting abused. The police come and it could be deadly. And, you know, I don't know how that would go over today, but that is not a foreign concept. Um, I don't I, go ahead. Oh. I was just going to say, I don't necessarily know if women would sign up for it nowadays. Um, women have got, you know, the fact that we make our own money, we're building our own businesses, we're doing whatever. Um, women feel like they should be in control, um, but don't really know how to run shit. So it, it's it's interesting. It's interesting, but I don't think the thing is they would go visit women. Like if you had a son that was in the streets and he was selling drugs and he was underage, they would come and tell you like, Hey, you know, your son is out here and we're not tolerating that in our community. You know, he can't be out here doing that. Say he's 14 or something. And you know, the mom wouldn't get a handle on him or he would still be out there in the streets. Like, you know, when they come back again, they're not going to be as nice about it. So there was a kind of enforcement group of women. I kind of agree with Danny. I don't know how many women would sign up for that today, but um, I ain't going to say it ain't needed. Mm. Okay. Um, Chaos Rain, what's up, buddy? Hello. Hi. Hey. Um, last minute I see the title with the chaos at the end. Don't y'all love chaos? You know, you need that 
extreme oh chaos God. to restore the order in which the world you live in today. That's so how the world started. Oh, this, this, this is how the world was even fucking formulated in the first place through chaos. And then there comes the order. That is what we call complete control. You know, everybody wants to be in control one way or the other. So when they talk about agents of chaos, the women love this shit. They love to run in the degeneracy. They love to say, I will do what I want. I am strong. Hear me roar. No, nigga, you can't tell me nothing. You know, if you doubt, I will call the cops. They'll put their finger in your face and hope that you don't slap it out their hand or there's going to be some problems. See, the atmosphere and the environment that you women nest in, you love it. And you just don't want to admit it. You up here beg the black man. And sometimes you don't go as far as get on your knees and say, please, please, brother, whoever, fix this. I'll do anything. The black man just look down and then just move his legs. Say, get off me. That's where you see the black man today of this generation. And when for will just tell you, say, don't even try it. Only way you going to get any type of resolution or some order, they want what is always been asked, ladies. And you know what men want. That's when Kevin asked, say, do you really know what men want? Women say, uh, no, I don't know what you want. Well, you go back in your little um bedroom and all wherever stuff you meditate on, and you go figure it out. Then come back to the table with something. Other than that, I will allow this chaos to continue until I come in and decide to say, I need a restored order. Get it? All right. oh, thank you so much, Chaos. For that yeah. <laughs> thank you, Chaos. Um, LAR, what you got on this? I got to ask you. Hello, everybody. My bad. Hi, LAR. Hello. I have to ask a question before I say something. Oh, shit. Um, I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> If y'all believe this, how long do y'all think this has been going on? Oh, mm. personally, I think that it's been going on for a very, very, very long time. Um, when fathers were put out of the house, I think that's when it started, mostly. Um, if I had to say, I would say it started around the time when like social programs developed okay the re I, I just want to figure this out before i say what i'm about to say if that's the case then this may the only way to fix this situation is to get rid of black mothers what <laughs> Let me drop his ass down. I don't know why. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by that? You you be, careful, you? Bro. be careful, bro. Be careful. See, he come hey, get out of there, L.A.R. Get out of there. No, no. Double down. Uh, Make America great again. No. Uh, what, what happened is you said social programs and when, and when mm -hmm. the government took the fathers out of the home. So basically, all of this chaos keeps going from generation to generation from looking that looking at it that way from grandmother to mother to not daughter so this chaos is at least three generations deep so the, okay so the person you got to x out of the equation to fix it four generations now 
Okay, four. The person you got to X out of the equation to fix it is the mothers because uh -huh. the mothers aren't teaching order. Okay. So this is the problem that I have with this statement. And I kind of had this uh, conversation on somebody else's um, panel. So there, if you're talking about four generations of mothers, um, damn, I'm trying to, I don't know what's going on with this damn computer. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. If you're talking about four generations of mothers, then we also have to realize that these mothers did have children. Um, and they had boys as well. The boys that came from these uh, households did mm. not come out unscathed, mm. meaning that they faced a lot of these same issues that the women face, but um, women are actually able to be trapped with a baby. And so when the women have a baby, then it's just what it is. Women are trapped with the babies. So I can't say that you should get rid of the women and not get rid of the men because the men mm. did not come out unscathed through all of this. When I say get rid of I'm not saying like, you know, X them out like a slit they throat or something. What I'm saying is at the end of the day, they have they can't fix anything. They've been taught not to be able to fix anything. As a matter of fact, it kind of looks like they enjoy messing it up more. But LAR, let me ask you this. So when you have these generations of men that came from these same women neither side has really been able to fix a whole lot of anything um i agree with that and well, like I, their behavior has been a reflection of the trauma that they've endured a lot of what even the black women being so angry and so vindictive that's a trauma response insisting that they're independent that's because you don't trust the men to aid you and that is a response to trauma is but, but here's the question I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, Elior. Um, the trauma that we talk about now as adults, more of that trauma is because of the mothers than it is the fathers. More of the trauma with, with these men when you get older is because of things that were, were, were implanted by a mother's bitterness or confusion or think or unilateral decision making that they thought was going to work out in their favor in the end. It didn't. A lot of the things that, you know, a lot of the things that people blame in our community, we blame men for is because most of the adults, men and women, are afraid to blame their mother for their actual faults. So the only the only person you could keep it real with is actually the fathers. And fathers already know it's built in. You're going to get more mm. You are. Like, okay. You can say you hate your father in this community very easily. And it could be real or fake. You know, a lot of this stuff going on with ladies and the men are is from bad parenting or bad ideologies they got from mom. And if if and the reason, let me go back and say it this way. Y'all brought up the topic about the chaos. Y'all believe that the women are agents of chaos. True. So why is the backlash when you let's get rid of the problem? The agents of chaos. Listen, we can't get rid of the mothers. Mothers are- Well, they are, they're not gonna do just that. Just like we can't get rid of the men, the fathers, because we are the, you know, um, creators of the race. So I don't understand what you mean. Can you clarify that statement? Because I'm I hoping mean, I misunderstand. When I mean get rid of the mothers, 
the the mothers are incompetent at parenting the children. Mm. Oh, it, do you mean that the mother shouldn't be the primary caregiver yes, with the children? Yes. Okay. Ah. Yes. Because it because they're passing down chaos from generation to generation to generation. Now yeah, you know, right. I, I can I can I can see where you're going with that. Now I can I can definitely say that you make a, a great great point with that because but 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 um they don't have as many statistics on um single father households versus single mother households because it's not as many. Yeah, so we so don't know the effectiveness exactly right. But you know what the problem with that too? Complex was saying that we fix this by having a conversation. I wasn't implying that that will fix it. I said that's where we start. Of course, that's just the beginning. I think that there's a lot more actual action that has to be taken and work that has to be put into play um, and has to be completed. But I said that's where we start. Can I ask a question to LAR real quick? Okay. Go ahead. I was going to ask you this. So you say moms, right? So are you talking like currently, could you, would you say this generation of moms that's out there now, or would you put more wholeness on a grandmother? From grandmothers to mothers. Just mothers in general. Just if, 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 if mother is in your title, I don't care if it's grand, great grand mom, you're incompetent. Say less. At the, I mean, at the end of the day, which the lady was talking about the, about the statistics, would it look <laughs> okay? What I'm about to say might even be worse. Oh shit! The, I think I think incompetent. No, I take this back. I think chaotic women are afraid that if if we want, let's play the statistic game. Let's see how this ends, and it's going to change the whole dynamic about how important mothers are. Um, I also wanted to say too, so with the women being chaotic and the men not having um, control of these women, then how do the men go about gaining control? Um, because there's still generations of people who fall under the same mindset. Um, men aren't willing to turn down pussy that's readily available. Um, and I think a lot of guys will continue to be simps for these same damn women that they can't control. What do you say about that? The irony of that is, mm -hmm. you're right. Oh, I know. And then the funny part about that is, that's something that most moms teach their kids. <laughs> you, this is this just goes back to them being incompetent. At the end of the day. Moms taught their sons to be simps. At the same time, taught their daughter get him for whatever he gonna give. So I had a famous message from somebody, but I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna be messy. <laughs> I ain't gonna be messy. So, so what, what what winds up happening is we're dealing with a society that doesn't like the society that it birthed. That's true. So if you want to fix it. And I say it this, this way at the end of the day, the men and women and the sons and daughters have one thing in common. They know they can get away with BS 
because their mom intercedes for it. So she's definitely, so if she's that agent, most kids don't want to, most kids will pick a mother over a father because mom lets you get away with stuff. So you, you get that adult. I think they pick the mom especially, over the father especially the boys. Most children, most children are indoctrinated by the mom. That's why they pick the mom over the father. The mom is the primary caregiver. The mom is typically with the children like 80% of the time. It's easy to indoctrinate the children to, you know, whatever your agenda is. Yeah, but, but kids know who they can get over on at a very early age. That's true. Yeah. That's true too. But the whole thing is now it, it's different. I'm no. I'm gonna say that's pretty much the same with most women. Um, especially as it pertains to the boys. Um, you know, it, it's generally like the opposite thing. Uh, boys usually love their mamas. Girls usually love their daddies. Um, yeah. Um, let me read these super chats real quick. Shout out to Light Bearer Council. He says, since the courts and system are involved, force all all the men to keep the babies after birth or divorce. Um, I I don't know if that would play over well, but then this is another thing that I wanted to pose to the panel with women being um like difficult baby mamas how do you think that the men are going to get actual custody of them of their own kids when they're not even willing to go to court to fight a lot of men aren't willing to go to court and um stay through the process a lot of men are just saying if it um let the mom deal with him i'll see the child when he turns 18 and i can explain it all then what do in addition think? to that yeah, when you think about it like if the one if, if for some reason the woman i mean the man does see custody and he's able to get custody of the child the woman is going to be an agent of chaos still she's still going to wreak havoc because she didn't get her way so she'll cause as many problems as she can for the man uh, because he received custody of the child and you know she wanted to retain custody mm -hmm. true well like i said black man has to start making some decisions you know if if you believe these women are agents for chaos, as you say you do, who are they agents for? Is it the is it feminism? Is it white supremacy? Is it you know dear old dad Lucifer? Who are they working for? <laughs> I personally think that they are being used as pawns uh, of chaos, um, and they're being used by the system of white supremacy. Um, that's my personal belief on it. Um, concrete, I pretty much concur with that, but I think that uh, black women are starting to do this for themselves. Um, I think women acknowledge white supremacy and acknowledge the system and the uh deals from the system, but I think women are moving in a direction to gain power for themselves because mm. a lot of us do realize that the men aren't coming to save us. Hold on, how are you gonna gain power? Talking about political power, I'm talking about yeah, political power. Um, working with whatever organizations. Women I don't get no hold no political power in the system that's run by men. That's, that's you know what that's kind of interesting because about a week, week and a half ago, there was an election, and <laughs> white women voted at fifty-seven percent for Trump. And black men, they said 20% of black men voted 
for Trump and black women were losing their minds about that. Yep. So mm -hmm. if it's political power through white supremacy, then um, what, what is the plan? Okay, what is the plan to take over power from these white women and white men? Um, now, I'm not going to necessarily say what the plan is because I don't know. I ain't in the sisterhood. You know, they kick me out. I'm a killer pick me. But um, when I go to certain channels and I talk to other women and these women are talking about organizing and getting certain things together and trying to do this and trying to do that. I that's why I say I think women are doing um, things for themselves. Um, black women do realize they have a voice. Um, black women do realize they influence a certain amount of the culture. So um, it may not be um, one of those things that you can fully all the way see, but these women are getting together and organizing and trying to use their voices as a collective to influence whatever that they can influence. You know, you know the problem is with that? Black women have historically been uh, behind the curve of, of black men as far as seeing how the social, how society works. Yes. Um, black women haven't even entered the phase that they're actually proud to be black as a collective yet. Mm. And, and, it's, and, and, uh, and ironically, Wow, that's a good point. Boop, boop. Yes. In parenting, you're seeing that in this new, this younger generation of kids because we never saw kids, we never saw boys dyeing their hair blonde and blue until the last five years. Mm -hmm. So now, now the kids of these, you know, granddaughters of chaos are, are getting both genders to not like being black anymore. Um, let me read Olivia Gabriella's super chat. Shout out to you. She said, who is going to absorb all the SYSBM? Do you think the men and non-black groups are going to allow large groups of black men to come into their group without a fight? Um, Olivia, I think you bring up a very good point. I thought about this. Then I thought about it. Um, most people in this country don't make over a hundred thousand dollars. Most of us don't. Um, so it requires money to move. It requires money to uh, go to another country and set up. I I, I think that that's it, it's not enough men that are going to be able to leave to uh, to to even say. But what do, what do you guys think on the panel? Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me let me get in here. I'm actually about to drop down a little bit. So uh, let me backtrack to what LAR says. So LAR is totally right. The whole goal of this, you know, feminism movement or whatever in the black community is actually not for um, black women to quote unquote gain white power. It's just to X out the men. Mm -hmm. That's the whole goal. You because here's the thing. So 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 let me explain, Ron. That, that you know, black. So, so let me explain why black women uh, aren't going to be able to get, quote unquote, white power or, or be equivalent over there. One is because black women and, and most people in general are just out for themselves. They're just looking for like, you know, how do I get by today? They, they, most black women aren't going to be able to come together for a collective goal for the long term. That's another thing. And then the, the second thing is just like the, quote unquote, white community. They're not going to allow that anyway. So mm -hmm. that's, just not, that's just not what's what's going to happen. Now, um, the question uh, that I think Olivia said was something about, like, you know, where are the men from SYSBM going to go? Well, here's the thing. 
you got uh, what Olivia for, forgot to uh, account for is the fact that even white women are getting conditioned with this feminist. I don't need a man, da 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 da, da all that other stuff, right? So who are they going to date? Well, well, if they already have the money, they already have the finances, they may already have a kid. They're going to go for the most attractive, most masculine men that they can get because they're also being conditioned as well. So that's where, that in my opinion, that's where the black men can sort of find their niche if they want to go out and date like, you know, Caucasian race or whatever, because again, the white women are also being conditioned with feminism as well. So they're literally just going to go to the strongest, most masculine alpha men. All right, can, can we, can we, let me piggyback off of that. I feel like when we talk about white supremacy, it, it is too much of a blanket statement if we're referring to black women because they're, they claim white supremacy, but it's all smoke and mirrors. Mainly what they're saying is, I want to be able to have a seat at the table wherever I can get on the higher powers structure. And that's why I always said, when they're talking about the black community, they're only talking about themselves and children. I've always said that. And the thing about it is, whether you want to sit up there and talk about is these black women groups gathering together and this, that, and the third, to the brother that said it earlier, it's all about them. They will never, ever, ever, and I mean ever, account for black men to be in their spaces and to give a damn about black men. That is facts. You already seen it this year. So they can, you can use the white supremacy talking points, but I don't think it's white supremacy. They just use it as a clutch because they want to bring in sorrow points for it. And through sorrow points, they think that they can get some type of power off of it. So we, we out, we, us, us as men, we just out in the jungle. That's all it is, but I'm about to drop off. Well, okay. I want to say this, that when I when I um, say that uh, they're agents of white supremacy, um, that's not a talking point. If you think about it on a grander scale, uh, when I say agents of white supremacy, that means that white supremacists desire to see the um, black family divided. White supremacists desire to see, uh, you know, black men, you know, want to keep black men from being empowered. Uh, white supremacists also want to see, you know, black, the black community defunct. You know, that's what I mean when I say um, agents of white supremacists or white supremacy. Um, it, I'm talking about like on a grander scale. I mean, that does not mean that if you individually decide to cur curse your boyfriend out that, you know, you're being an agent of white supremacy. And that's not um a blanketed statement that I would apply to every negative action that a black woman has against a black man. Mm -hmm. But um, we did get a super chat too from Bro Carlin. You want to read that? Yeah, shout out to my baby daddy. He says, get the laws changed. Set the expectation that the father takes custody after a certain age. Um, then, babe, uh, women won't be able to collect child support and live off that $400 extra a month. So, I mean, what are they going to do if they don't have that $400 Good. a month? Good. Let me say you it works. Oh, how can you say white supremacy is dying when we see what's happening in this nation right now? If anything, it's been recharged. You guys are idealistic. Um, and also shout out to a nicest. I think that's how you pronounce it. Shout out to you for the cash app. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Um, O'Shea Linux, we haven't heard from you. What are your thoughts? Well, well, well. Oh shit. Look at what we have here. <laughs> we have a situation that stuff is not going right. Black women are, are very strong women, while at the same time complaining about 
how hard life is on them. <laughs> the black man ain't doing him no good. He ain't about Palmer language. He ain't about shit. So, uh, um, but then talk about how bad we need black men. But then when you go to the voting polls, you really show 92% of the black women who voted. Really let black men show really what they think about us. As along with 80% of them black men who voted, really let the black community know just what they think about them, their own selves. They voted for people. And look, look here. I ain't even lie to you. Y'all can use this as a stick to beat me over the head. I ain't even vote for neither one of them because see, I don't believe in vote for the lesser of the two evils. Damn, that's like the witch and the devil. Really? But now, now that I got that out of the way. Okay. Oh, so now. Okay, you're going to be ashamed for that. I don't care. So, look, look here. <laughs> can't, no, can't nobody who voted Democrat shame me for not voting, period. That's bull crap. But anyway, now, so look at the record. They voted for a white man who sent there and orchestrated a law that locked up 90, look, look, they locked up more black men than what than that than was at chattel slavery. That means black women voted to sit there and have their sons, nephews, wow. uncles. Uncles, uncles, daddies, God brother, God sons, have them all locked up. That's what you did. Look here, you may not think you did it, but that's exactly what you voted for. You gave the it gave the okay. Black women gave the okay, and eighty percent of black men went right along with that bull crap. That's uh, crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Mm. And these people are not going to do any different. As a matter of fact, when when when, when, when AP when AP sit there when the AP sit there and recognize um, Kamala and and Biden as the elect as the elected, guess what Kamala Harris and her white husband had on? Guess what T-shirt they had on? What shirt? The LGBT. Yeah, that's they're gonna they're gonna be their primary agenda. This is not a victory for us. I don't know so why we're celebrating. So check this out. Not only, not only did they sit there spinning you for spinning black folks' face, they couldn't even go and put on a black, not that it actually mattered. They couldn't even put on a black lives matter t-shirt. Ain't that some ain't that some stuff? And black women sitting up there claiming, well, we don't want to put them in office. Check this out. Let's take it even a little further. Guess what Joe Biden doing his uh um doing 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 the election season did? Guess what he said what? when it comes down to uh, uh reparations. Y'all didn't see it. Well, I saw that he said reparations will be that was it that he didn't want to have a conversation about reparations or reparations will be in the form of social programs. Oh no, no, it wasn't even it wasn't even that was matter of fact. What did he say? It completely he did not even answer it. He switched directly over to yeah, the uh, oh, it must be Kamala. Yeah, the undocumented immigrants. And you know what he said? What? He said these are the future. Oh yeah, well, I already know that that's going to be their agenda. That they are going to help undocumented immigrants. They'll help uh, expand the Dreamers program, and they're going to continue to make policy for um, the alphabets. So yeah, I, I already know what it is. Exactly. So look. 
I'm so, I, I can't. Uh, it, it boggles my mind at the same time. It, it, it hurts my heart to understand that y'all don't see that. Y'all don't see that. Y'all look. You come down on somebody for saying they won't vote, but then you go out and vote Democratic. And it, it, I, I can't get that. Mm-hmm. You're voting against your own people. You <laughs> like vote, any you, you said for my mama, they voted for my mama. Yeah, but uh, black women do think that the Democratic Party will be more beneficial to them. See, this is the thing. Um, Black women aren't looking at the whole community because black women feel like the community is already separated. Um, Black women are strictly now looking out for them. But then my question so you know we 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 got the men that's saying that they're leaving they're not they're they're done um basically all black women can get from them is penis and some bubble gum and most of the time they ain't got no gum what do y'all expect black women to do at this point and shout out to my baby daddy answer that let me read the super chat he says they pay support like everybody else i mean some say they use it for their hair and nails anyway right they can leave that sew in for an extra week. Babe, nobody should be leaving their sew ins for seven <laughs> Well, weeks. let me say this really quick before the gentleman answer the question. Um, I, I'm in a, a few political groups and several women-only groups that are strictly about sisterhood and upliftment of Black women. And the majority of Black women that I see say, uh, say that they feel that they voted for the lesser of two evils. That they don't. Ex- they know that there's not an agenda specifically that will benefit black people. And um, but they they say that you know what Trump is doing to this nation is absolutely you know despicable. So you know they made the right choice. So most of those that I'm seeing commenting don't believe that there's going to be any real benefit. I think that some of them are hoping. You know that they're hoping and and you know having faith that maybe they may get a crumb. But most of them seem to really black women aren't stupid most of them seem to know that thank god wow wow damn well just tell it like it is thank you thank the lord at least a black woman said it so they can't get mad at us um yeah 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 i I agree listen what is your definition of stupid (laughs) (laughs) Uh, everyone yeah what's your definition of stupid to sit there and vote for a party that you know that have <laughs> been predominantly locking up your own. Well, they feel like brother. we have an overt racist in the office, and they'd rather have a covert racist in the office. I mean, if well, look, my bad, go ahead, Fante. My bad. Hey, so you got, you got, you got, you got. Go ahead, Brock. Uh, I mean, people since they say black women are stupid, voting for the for the alphabets and and immigrants is part of intersectionality because you could kind of look mm. at. Most of these sisters in the closet or out of the closet anyway. Ooh. And on top of that, since the, all the other men of other races don't want you, you got to get that immigrant sausage popping. So you are voting for your interests. Well, uh, again, man, I'm, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that Concrete Rose okay. said this. So, I mean, I guess it's like free reign now. Um, yeah, uh, black women are, uh, just black people in general, but especially black women are the most uh, politically ignorant and uninformed people in the country, without a doubt. Um, and again, they put themselves out there uh, still 90% rate for a man based off the, their feelings and their emotions. And literally said this whole lesser of two evils, you know, fallacy to excuse them voting emotionally. Ultimately, something that black people are going to suffer the most from, because, again, they've already p- promised uh, within the first hundred days 
LGBT legislation, not not um uh, LGBT um uh, proposals, not LGBT um uh, you know projections, but actual legislation. That's, and they're guaranteed something for their vote, which again, black women would e be equal to or greater than the entire total. Um, uh, LGBT population because they only account for five percent of the whole nation, and black women would account somewhere around that same five percent to six percent, depending on how you do it, right? Um, along with you know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent of um, a uh, hundred percent of LGBT people definitely didn't vote. You know, what I'm saying for the Democratic Party. So either way it goes, um, you're literally voted and you put yourself out there at a ninety percent rate for when you were told beforehand. LGBTQ legislation in 100 days. Also, they're telling you now, um, not only the Dreamers, which is just, that's going to be the Hispanics that are here illegally, but they're going to allow to stay here. The children of them, and those children are pretty much going to be of the grand grandfather their parents in, and their parents are going to get to stay here. And now they're telling you they have. I said the same thing. They had. They have five. I think they said 500,000, 500,000 H1B visas awaiting for Indians alone. Wow. So, um, yeah, um, thank you, black women. Thank you for, um, you know, ushering in just another downgrading of the status of black people in this country mm -hmm. out of your emotionality and your ignorance. So, um, you know, so you don't feel like, that black women are heroines and they save the day with voting 90 percent for um, Biden? No. No, no, no. I mean, well, they're being actually saying heroines. it out loud. They're being held by well, not only saying it out loud, they're actually putting it up on the on, on the screen for the war for the for the black kids and black boys to see. This is well, what well, not this only is that, what and the not, technology has caught up. But well, you know well, what I'm trying to Monet, out. a superstar. I wanted to hear you know what, what I'm trying to figure out too is will black men continue to uplift um Hispanic and white women um since these women are voting in Ooh. their own interests mm. and oh. not in your own. But, but, but concrete rose and and sister george uh, on, the reason why a lot of these young guys to, are seeing okay i wanted to uh let Good. fantastic finish his point and then we'll have you chime in on your um on, on the topic as well 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 no like like mm -hmm. you said um as far as other women go other women didn't vote for the democratic party at 90 percent rate um uh you know and and i don't know the actual numbers upon it but again you know they were talking about the biggest disparate uh separation from the democratic party of minorities ever in history this year that that would be for all minorities pretty much yeah. we even had a bump and boost in the lgbt community supporting um uh republican party or president trump so um, yeah, exactly. I'm talking about like the Hispanic women that voted for Biden at whatever percent because I think they had right. the highest percent. Yeah, in most states. Yeah, uh, yes. what's the name? So, what, was that? what was the girl? What was the girl that Black saw? women felt as though they have we have to you know choose the the lesser of two evils in this situation, and by choosing the lesser of two evils, as opposed to having you know an openly racist who's basically calling out racist groups to you know um telling them to stand back and stand by when you do things like that in your response to a pandemic are is well, essentially last well People well again the, like pan the, pan the, the pandemic isn't real i mean the, the <laughs> pandemic we, the, the pandemic is being overly inflated and being literally used as a um, okay so uh, don't say it's not real it could be inflated because well, no, no, i no, no, no. That's why, members died from it well, again, so, I, 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 condolences, but this is what I'm telling you. Listen, and this has been you can you can Google this and find it out. Any person that dies with COVID is is counted as a COVID death. 
that doesn't mean they died from COVID. They died. Right. With they could COVID. have pre-existing and conditions. So, so exactly. Not even not even pre-existing conditions. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It's just be a, 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 what they call a comorbidity, right? COVID didn't even have to be the reason that they died. And again, you can Google this and find this information as to where there are people who was already, let's say they were, and it was a black woman saying this, where they were already in a hospice because they said, hey, you got 14 days to live. Right. Yeah, they it's were already, already immunocompromised yeah. and then yeah, they exactly. Had, yeah. exactly. And then they, they can they contract COVID. But even though they were already had like stage four cancer, they're still counting as a COVID death as the reason. That's why I'm saying the, the pandemic is not real. Again, this this is a scare tactic in order to be able to, to control the people, force a vaccine, force mass permanent mask wearing people. Again, man, I know this sounds a little conspiracy theorist, but again, it's a lot of stuff going on. And American people, or just not just American people, the world isn't fighting back. You're pretty much laying down and allowing your liberties and your rights to be taken away right in front of our eyes. And um, Joe Biden is, is pretty much saying he's going to usher that in as fast as possible. And when I, it's funny to me when you say the lesser of two evils, when if I was to ever ask a black woman, well, what exactly made President Trump racist, you wouldn't be able to to point out anything actually racist. That'll be something that would be ambiguous at best, but I can go back and I can show you plenty of things that Joe Biden did that was definitely racist. That's not, that's outside of the 94 crime bill. So um, this whole lesser of two evils fallacy is just, again, an excuse, again, that black women are going to lay on just like he did for Barack Obama. You know what I'm saying? Again, come around four years from now, if we still even have an uh, economic system to turn to, you're pretty much being told by Joe Biden and his in his party. As soon as he gets in, he's going to be doing. Um, he's he's proposing a national lockdown for at least four to six weeks. Which again, they told us that before, and where a month turned into two months, and so on and so forth. You already have um, uh, Democratic states ran by Democratic governors that are doing um, uh, you know tightening up on restrictions and doing their own versions of lockdowns. So again, man, black women, um, here's your prize. You know, congratulations. So. To Mr. Fantastic, you come to the conclusion that this whole thing with the coronavirus is just a scare host to inject people with nanotechnology in them to be more zombies. Yes. Oh, fantastic. I want I, I don't know if you do anything about this vaccination, but I was reading some stuff. That was a question. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a question I asked Mr. Fantastic. Oh, um, well, I'm gonna let him. Well, I mean, she the host. She the host, man. So I go after her, bro. Let me read these real quick. Uh, shout out to Corner Store Podcast. He said, once again, our women still fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Shaking my head. Um, Pence 2024. Um, now, I, I gotta pinch my damn self. I don't know about y'all, but that's a creepy looking white man to me. Um, shout out to Legends of Legend of Salmonella. Salmonia. Um, He said, peace. What's up, y'all? What's up? Thank you. Um, go ahead, Fantastic. I'm sorry. Oh, what? Well, what was the question about the coronavirus thing? No, I was saying you were saying that this thing was a creation in itself just to um inject people with vaccination with now technology to control and create more zombie of our of people in general in America and abroad. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mention anything about zombies, and I didn't say anything about no, 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 zombie. Yeah. But like, there's some in this vaccine that's gonna do even more damage than good. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even mention that. But um, uh, yeah, it, so, somebody got feedback. I got, I don't know what it is. Weird. Oh, it was him. All right. So yeah. Um, again, there's a reason why out there in the middle of New York right now, talking to minorities and you know telling minorities you need to be worried, you need to be worried, you need to be worried, you need to be worried. 
but yet still, like I said, um, the people that are suffering the most aren't necessarily minorities. They're they're just elderly. Okay? Yeah, the elderly it, population. That's correct. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't affect young people at all. Um, it's less However, than, less his response has still been lax, and you know there have been uh, what a hundred thousand people hospitalized with COVID symptoms that are suffering uh, from COVID in in New York, and you know he hasn't said anything about it. So that shows what type yeah, of where I live. And black women. Do- Women, period, don't want to be led by somebody who shows themselves as an ineffective leader. Are are you talking about Cuomo or are you talking about the president? No, I'm talking about Trump. I ain't talking about Cuomo. Well, well, again, again, the the president is the one who told you and gave you a peek behind the veil to let you know that, hey, man, this this stuff is, again, the more tests you take and then we're coming to find out that there are a lot, lot of false, false positives in this test. Okay. So okay, but people, you don't think that his messaging is dangerous? Fantastic. No, it's not. It's he actually, came out no. and said, "Oh, I'm cured now." After three days, he rides Good. around and in which, a, which in a car, have. concealed vehicle, which he, with Secret Service agents exposing them to Corona. Which, again, Half again, the staff who, had Corona, and they uh, kept it under wraps. Uh, again, again, what's the percentage of of deaths? Um, uh, concrete roads, respectfully. Regardless of if it's resulting in death, it's a it's a deadly no, no, it's a no, deadly it's virus. Look, so wait, it can wait, wait, wait. A cold, a cold can't wait. wait. Pneumonia is deadly. I think it's like one percent or something. Yeah, yeah, one percent. Again, like I said, pneumonia is deadly. Um, uh, the flu is deadly. Yeah, um, but we've had more deaths in six months of uh, you know, from Corona than it's, we've again, had. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Remember, remember what I told you. It, the way they're classifying the deaths inflates the numbers. It's, um, the CDC came out and told you. That only six thousand deaths were were directly in COVID only. They came out and said that earlier, but then they tried to come around and tap dance and say, "Oh, that's not really what it meant. It meant something else." No, it's several things and information out here. If you want to go find it to see what it is, they're telling you, man. This this stuff is is it is a fire cell and like I said, a whole fear campaign in order to get you to willingly give up your liberties. Okay, well, I Mass still feel like anything. Trump. I, I talking about, well, I'm I, respectfully. Uh, I'm. It's not about your feelings. We're talking about science <laughs> okay, here. We're talking listen, about facts. Listen, fantastic. Um, he still is not good for the country, like period, and how we're viewed by other okay. nations. Okay, like, okay. Well, that- so let me let me counter you on that again. We've had the highest GDP in American history under I'm not his presidency. About his policy. I don't have no issues with his policies. I'm talking about. Well, that's his not policy. That's finances. Well, any, like, anything again, that's been the result of his policies. The only only thing that matters matters when you're the leader of a country is that you you're leading to the point of where no one tries you. No one would would still you know we we've, we've had less wars under him. We've made more money under him. So this character thing you're talking about, and we literally yeah, but he's um, going against the the United Nations, and he's you know yeah, rightfully so, which is a good thing. Then what, oh, what was God. good about us being in the United Nations? We were paying exorbitant fees more than anybody else was paying. What do you mean? What was good? That, we we had automatic allies by being with the United we, Nations. We have we have again. You you have a misunderstanding, and mm-hmm. I mean, uh, my sister George can back me up on this. When you have the the strongest military, you mm-hmm. automatically have allies, whether you're a part of a group or not. I don't know. I don't know that that was necessarily a smart move. In addition it, it was. to that, what, what changed? What changed after we left? So it's a smart well, move, right? You say you say billions <laughs> nothing has changed to this point. Yeah, exactly. However, exactly. Nothing is going to change. Go ahead. Hey, I just had what? a quick question. Just a quick question, and I'm going to leave. Uh, I had a thought, Sister George Conky Rose. SYSBW plus STEM equals winning. 
So wait, SYS. So save yourself, saving yourself as a black woman plus STEM equals women. Winning. You're winning. Yeah, we're changing the game. We're changing the whole agent of chaos thing. S you're getting so on your you're getting on your purpose by saving yourself and leaving black men and getting involved in STEM. Yeah, yeah. What do you mm. think? Um, you know, I'm not that'll, a proponent work. of that. Anyways. That that'll that'll work though. I, I mean, I'm not advocating you... for it. Can you see how, okay, will it, would it not work? I'm not advocating for it. It won't save. No, 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 that wasn't the question. No, no, that wasn't the question. Would it not work? See, I'm trying to come up with a solution. It depends on what your end goal is. No, it's not my goal. It's that's why it's BW. I'm trying to help you guys out. It depends on what their end goal is. I know, but you guys are the agent of chaos. So the goal is to fix it. So I'm, I'm offering a solution. I want to know what you think. No, I don't, you know, okay. So let, let me say this. For me, my end goal is to save our community. I know. And to me, leaving, She's already you know, saving yourself by leaving wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Nerdine. Hold Let on, hold this on. Mother Martin, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Where, no. There you go. There you go. You got, you got the spirit. Yeah. There okay, you go. Danny. Yeah, there you go. No, Martin no. How, how, can this, how can that not work, though? I'm, I'm literally trying to see, like I said, yeah, I'm a solution-oriented person. I understand I'm not competent in the eyes of Save Yourself Black Women, but I do happen to have a creative mind. I do tend to think of solutions if I think hard enough about them, right? About problems. I get so, your point. I'm bringing one up and I'm now asking the women who are hosting this live stream because you asked the question. So I'm offering something that could actually work. And I and I here's what here's what I want you to do. I want you to seriously consider it because it's something that could actually work for you. Well, to me though, the you know the the question on the live stream is: Are black women agents of chaos? Would that change? And, and there was an agreement that and and there was an agreement that they are correct. So yeah, and my solution oh, would be to okay. work on you know the character that they have that that's resulting in them being viewed mm. as agents of chaos not looking ways to still miss, be chaotic and still live in dysfunction by just becoming but, more independent but miss rose how can they how can how can how can um they say they're not agents of chaos when they're actually putting it up actually up on the screen for um for boys to, to for boys to see well, we all putting agree it up that, there. They, that black women are agents of chaos. That black well, women, wait, have uh, yeah, like like literally. I mean, um, no one's disputing that. You, I, I mean, and that's the reason why a lot of these boys, they, they, you know, they actually saw it in the home. They actually saw it in the home when their mothers were being disrespectful to their fathers. They saw it when their sisters were dating some of their boyfriends and 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 you know being mean and nasty to them. So they're saying to themselves, why would I? Why would I put up with this? We get it. 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 We're trying to get to a solution. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Remember, remember the guy. Remember the younger guys. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Before before you go, the younger guys wanted a solution with black women. They turned them down. The younger, the Gen Zs, literally in the school that I worked in. In the school, we know. We know. They're walking. They're leaving. We get it. We get it. No. 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 No, the oh, the God, boys literally the made the attempt well, Nardine, to do it. you're reiterating oh, the points that we've already covered, so we understand that we're all on the same page relating that, so we don't have to work mm -hmm. backwards regarding that. 
Listen, listen, save yourself. Black women is absolutely correct. See, black men in mass beat their babies. Okay, so you guys need to save oh, yourself. Get the no. fuck out of oh, here. Wait, man. wait, wait. No, 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 no. Oh, stop, stop. No, 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 stop. Because this is your mod, and she said this. So I'm oh, just trying. I'm trying. Wait, wait, wait. What is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Stuff all the time. She speaks for herself, not the collective. Well, no, I'm, I'm a I'm thinking you guys should save yourselves because we're such horrible creatures as black men. So I'm saying you should save yourself and I'm trying to point you in a direction. I said stem. Yeah, but we don't want to push the notion that, that you know, we don't, we don't, we're not saying that black women shouldn't birth black babies and that black all black men beat their black men. Like we we all come on, we all subscribe to that well, you... <laughs> process. That's insane. Well, maybe maybe the problem is they can't be a solution. Because at the end of the day, you're seeing black women have mental breakdowns right now because when left to themselves, they're chaotic with themselves. I think she's just she, she just be trolling half the time. No, no, but I, I just want to I don't want to push that. Well, oh, again, well, look, and, and then and then again, as I'm saying before, the younger boys are seeing that now. No, but they're seeing it in mass numbers. The, the younger boys are young. I'm talking like we. I'm talking about grown. You there's a lot of grown women who have. With really serious mental issues now because uh, of youth. Um, LAR, you don't think that that's with black people in general? Right, I agree. Black women, black girls, women. Is the same. But the, no, but women, women they're are refusing help. It's well, a, no, 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 no. It's not that they're refusing oh, it. They don't, they don't have the funding for it, or they don't believe in it. Again, black people in general. I do agree with you guys there. Black people in general. They don't believe, believe in Jesus. What, 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 not that? just that, but no, black people in general don't believe in or don't even understand mental health. They don't understand the importance of it because most of them don't even believe in just general health care. Um, I think we have some of the lowest um, people that that actually go to, um, you know, seek medical care on the regular. You know what I'm saying? Amongst you know American people, among citizens. I so, think we're um, coming. But, into, but Mr. Fantastic, the, that, the, the, the way they get the way they treat their mental health is by going by, by going to white jivas. No, well, that, let me that, say that, this. that, 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 that prayer black, is going to help you instead I think of actually. Black women this is what black people think. I think that black women specifically are becoming. Um, they're they're kind of moving away from mental health being so taboo, and they are seeking help because I'm in like several groups online where black women openly talk about the issues that they face and they talk about therapy and you know different medications that they're on and a lot of, like I didn't realize how many black women have been diagnosed yeah, with are, different they've lived in traumatic experiences who but wouldn't well, this well, is, this so, is so did the young boys but this is a This is a problem that I've seen as a person who goes to therapy. This is a, pro a huge problem that I've seen too. Um, these people are shoving medications down your freaking throat so fast. Yep. You say you're you you feel bad or you're depressed or whatever. You're supposed well, I'm not gonna necessarily say you're supposed to go through things in life, but you're going to go through things in life. You're not gonna be able yep. to avoid hurt and pain. Um, but like when, every time I would go to therapy, I had to tell my doctor, like, look, bitch, I don't need no fucking medication. Um, I mean, there are other ways to get past, uh, problems. You can actually talk through your problems. You can, um, heal, um, past traumas, whatever, whatever. But 
like like I said, every time um, black women or women in general go to the doctor to even get help, it's a medication rush. Like, well, oh, do you let need me medicine? tell you what, this, Danny, this is crazy. The, which the is thing a bad that thing. You're supposed to do is you find a behavioral psychologist, and they like kind of yes. try to steer away from just prescribing meds. They focus on um, alternative <laughs> things that you can do in order to. Uh, kind of like, you know, if you have anxiety, for example, things that you can do, you know, where whether it be bre deep breathing exercises and different things you can yeah. do aside from uh, medication. But let me, we did get a super chat. Yeah, but let me Go be ahead. more specific. I'm sorry. What, what what I was going to, again, L again, LAR, I was just going to say something. But, Hold uh, on, Nerdine, uh, really quickly. Let me read the super chat and then we'll have LAR. And I wanted to get Mac in here too. So um, Save Yourself Black Woman super chatted us. Thank you, Boo. She said, all the terrible things y'all say about black women daily and got the nerve to cry over things I say in the chat. Y'all are sensitive and effeminate boys. Um, now, save yourself, uh, well, black woman. Why don't she just like, come up and uh, explain her position? Oh, no, does, does, she, oh. does she have a white woman? I mean, hold on. Does she have a white man? Is it yeah. confirmed that she actually has an actual well, real white man? she does. Well, why don't she just come up here allegedly. and explain her position? Uh, allegedly. I would love to hear it. I would love to hear it. I would love to debunk well, so, so, everything she's saying. I just came up here real quick to actually formally request that if people would like to hear the breakdown of woman's perspective, do a one-on-one -on -one with Save Yourself Black Women, put a I one in the to. chat. <laughs> put a one in the chat. That's all. Uh, thank you. Now, we, I wanted to let LAR was trying to say something, and then we're going to get Mac in and then Kev. I was going to say something. Okay. Say more specifically, the older I get, I see more grown black women having mental breakdowns when they find out that a man's not to blame for their chaotic um, actions. Uh oh, they ran. They ran out of enemies. They ran out of black men. The enemy game. It's not. It's not just the so black now, thing. It's 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 the whole trope system. Of, it's crashing down on them. Bald. Like a part part of this. When, when people are talking about like SYSBM and all that other stuff, the thing about it is when, when black men aren't in the picture, when we aren't in the room and we're still, it comes a point where you still can't blame us. You, you, and, and, you, you got all girls. LAR. It's still there. You got all LAR. People of color. And we're not, and, and LAR, the ones who had nothing to do with it aren't in the picture. So now, now all of a sudden, now they're having that breakdown. Because remember, they were bring, they were blaming a non-select black man for not stopping them for doing what they were doing, for not stopping the Pookies and Ray Rays, for not stopping them from making those bad decisions. How could you how, how could you be a, a, a non-select guy and, and be involved in it in in, in, the, in their downfall? You had nothing to do with it. It's not Hold on, it's, that, it's it's the Go ahead, it's the, the 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 when people talk about the attitude with black men, that's one thing, but it's the other attitude that you're even with the feminine, you know, I got to be assertive and aggressive. It's when you go overboard and it's no man to blame. Exactly, right. LAR. Exactly. exactly. So exactly. when I'm seeing a breakdown, I'm seeing a breakdown of women like, I'm like this because of, no, you ain't been, you ain't had a man in 10 years. You know, I'm like this because, no, you've been around women. That's not a man's problem. I'm like this because. It's no, because the non-select black man didn't stop me. It, it, it didn't stop me from making that it, bad decision. Even the corporate ladder. I, I'm like this because... Hold, hold on one second. Um, Nerdine, we got to let people finish their commentary and then um, chime in just so yeah, we go ahead. go ahead and uh, the panel along. 
Sorry. I was no. just chiming in because I was just answering that question. That's for you. For, go ahead, LAR. Sorry. Like if if you if y'all look around, you notice there are more there are more women at a breaking point or at a crossroads than I've ever seen in my life. I've seen women have breakdowns because they didn't know how to be feminine and they were yep. gone. And you couldn't, you know, it was oh my so it's a the the Do y'all know how hard that, that, it is to be feminine? Oh my God. I mean, look, I know it's a lot of girls who who try to stand up and pee in the women's restroom, but that's all. <laughs> <laughs> you would prefer they go to the urinal in the men's oh restroom? I'm gonna leave that alone. You yeah, know they got too. Okay, LR. Well, if you're done, we're gonna get Mac in there and then Kev and hear what he has to say. Well, uh, first off, um, shout out to Bap. Oh, shout out to Bap for the super sticker. Thank you so much, B A P. Thanks, Bap. Hey y'all. Hey Mac. Hey Mac. How's it going? What's all the ruckus in here? I'm trying to see what's going on. I just you know there's in always. There's always ruckus in here. The black war zone. What is going on? <laughs> I know you can start with anything that you've heard because it was a lot. It was a lot. Can y'all can y'all enlighten me? Just bring me up to speed. Oh, a little okay. Bit. So, <laughs> well, we were talking about really quickly. Oh, of course, the topic is our black women agents of chaos. But we were talking about black women being viewed as the heroines like across the nation for like kind of saving the day for ushering the uh, Biden Kamala um, um, uh, future pre elect um, VP uh, president and vice president in, but in our own society, they're still viewed as agents of chaos and fantastic has some interesting points about that and was saying that, Black women basically don't have, like, we're not politically savvy, that we are, like, politically ignorant, and we don't understand what we've done by ushering, you know, um, Biden and, and, and uh, Harris in. So, I guess my question to you, Mr. Fantastic, the whole politically, uh, is, it, is it a Black woman thing, or is it an uneducated thing, or a Black people thing, or so it, is this specified only for Black women not being politically savvy because i don't think it's just limited to black women that are not politically savvy honestly well, well no I, I agree with you completely i mean wholeheartedly but the thing is is that black women are flaunting it um uh, mostly black women are literally showing it in the um in the the media like i think nuradine showed a picture of it and they're at, at yeah. war right now Jeanette monet yeah yeah uh, Janelle, Janelle monet being an example telling everyone that voted for um you use their their legal and um, constitutional rights of choosing the person, the candidate that they wanted to support. Somebody got some weird feedback. Um, uh, you know, choose do, um, utilizing their right to vote. You know, the same thing that Black people complain about all the time: voter suppression and them not being able to do it. And you know how you know they, they ancestors were killed so they could vote, but now you have a Black woman that's leading the charge on denigrating and pretty much putting a scarlet letter on any person, but specifically Black men. Um, uh, she named him, named them, by the way, black men for that who dare support the other party. So the thing about it is black people in general are um, incredibly um, politically Ill um, illiterate and, and ignorant. But the, the most part about it is black women were the ones outside of, um, I think, what the White House singing wet ass pussy. Right. After after it was announced that 
Joe Biden won. I think that you make some interesting points, but I think that what we as a collective face is uh, we've been oppressed on so many levels for so long. And now that we're in this generation of media validating things, things that never should need validation as it is already, I think that and, and maybe not in all cases. So the women on here, if I'm, if you feel like I'm wrong, you can correct me. But I feel like um, something has to be done, right? And whether it's right or wrong, if women are the ones taking the steps and taking actions or making moves to do it, I think that's the thing that becomes more celebrated rather than trying to be wrong and strong or, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know if that makes sense what I'm saying to you. And again, this society in general, it's like a media validates everything, like things that even shouldn't have a place in this whole public proud type of scenario, like politics. Politics is a big show. You know, everything's serious. Everything is about how much can media validate this thing for it to become something noteworthy or serious. And we're all victims of that, not just black women. So I, got, I don't know. Huh? I got a question. Two mm -hmm. questions. Actually. Do you believe that black women are agents of chaos? I, I believe that we play our role in it, in chaos, but I don't think it, the, the ball solely falls on us. With, well, with someone else chaos. said we're pawns of chaos, and I said I like that better. Because I like that. I, like I can that see that. Yeah, I like the pawns. I'm not. I definitely won't say that women don't. I'm. I'm not into not taking accountability for things as women, but I do like whoever said pawns are cast. That's probably the best way to describe it. Okay. Now let's, let me. Let me oh, they're, they're, well, yeah. if they're pawns. They're playing a very good job at it. Uh, I, explain to me how a pawn of chaos is pressed. All right. I have a question. I wanted to ask you a question before you ask me that. I wanted to ask you a question. My question to you is. When it comes to chaos in general, right? Well, two questions. What areas of chaos are you speaking about? And do you feel like whatever areas you're speaking about that black men have a role in the chaos as well? I'm so I'm speaking about the family and the community. Mm -hmm. And no, this this isn't a it, it wait a minute. That means and I'm sorry, okay, you saying are using, are, black men are mm -hmm. using pawns of chaos now. Because I asked if you agree that the women were, were agents of chaos, and y'all said they're pawns. So if the women are pawns, are they oppressed? How are they oppressed? Because at the end of the day, I think this is a part of, I hate to say it this way, of the chaos and the intersectionality of some of these quote unquote pawns of chaos. You get to be on everybody's team and you are part of everybody's situation, but not really. Do, so do you think that men have any part in play, playing in the chaos as it relates to the black family and the black community? Yeah, men have a part in it. The men that actually participate in the relationships with you not men writ large, no. Not responsible ones, no. Mac, well, Mac, what he's trying to say is this: is what he's trying to say is it's the man's responsibility 
to sort of lay the structure and the foundation, but it's the women's responsibility to instill the core values and the morals in the no. children. That's no. what it's a it's a woman's oh, responsibility no, no, no. to choose the man to actually yeah. do that Thank laying you. of yeah, the foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The woman the woman is not supposed to instill values and all that stuff. That's the man's job. But again, like complex. Um, you know, he wrapped it up again. The women aren't choosing the men they should be choosing until they feel like they've had their fun. And then when those men say they don't want to choose them because they're past their prime or they already have kids, they want to blame the men for not being chosen. You know what I'm saying? So again, the, the women like LAR was saying are willing pawns, not just pawns, they're willing pawns. They're deliberately and purposely choosing to participate and be agents of chaos against their own people especially when they say they because i think the black women understand that they're to the point now where they're going to be forced to pretty much choose to you know do the right thing or suffer you like you know long long term um consequences the, the well, ugly truth of the matter just just real quick i'm sorry the ugly I, truth of the matter is um uh, black women don't have a choice outside of black men um, black again, and this isn't me. Go look at the 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 research. Black women are the least desirable women, you know, in the country. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's not they don't have the choice that men have uh, for one, and and they don't have a choice that black men have. So uh, this this delusions of grandeur that they're going to be able to separate from the black people, black black race, and just go pick up a white man or Hispanic man or Asian man or anything else is just unrealistic. And again, wait, they, wait, wait. Fantastic. Whoa, whoa. Because I actually came up here to relay a message on behalf of Save Yourself Black Woman. Mac, what do you think about that? I mean, well, well, well we, we had other people on the panel that we wanted to get in before um, you had asked that question. Um, okay, go ahead. Guys, if you want to let whoever get in, but I do, I do have some commentary that I want to okay. um, share my thoughts are but if you want to let other people get on and come back that's fine okay um keb what's going on brother what do you think about the topic uh <clears throat> yeah uh first off uh long live the habitual line steppers yes long live uh, us. yes okay. yes all right well um are black women ages of chaos uh yeah <laughs> yes they are and um yeah and not it's not 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 rule not anything like that your agents and we see it through your children these repeated vicious cycles uh every, every, every day and there's nothing that you know thinking men can really say about it according to you <laughs> and um another thing i don't understand is why don't people believe that everything boils down to choice if you're not cooperating with someone or you're not working with someone, it is your choice to do so. It doesn't have a damn thing to do with, uh, it doesn't have a damn thing to do with, you know, what that person is or what they're doing for you specifically. It is you're making a choice. So say it like, I don't give anybody the benefit of trolling. I think that, you know, when people say stuff, they're putting themselves out there and they're subject to the opinion of someone else. You can't just run away and retreat when you say something. So uh, that that's it. I, I'm just sitting back. I'm observing this. Uh, this is a good conversation. Uh, but my answer is yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, but you're also talking to an individual that is willing to take full accountability for what he has done as well. So 
Mm. Okay. Yeah, I know that's right. Yeah, so that's it. That's mm. that's it. You know, good panel. Thank you. Intelligent, Kev. intelligent black people. Keep Don't it up. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, um, who haven't we heard Mac. from before we let? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I wanted to get back to Mac. I just know that we hadn't um heard yeah, from Kev, Kev, been up so. here for a while. Yeah, we'll let her respond, and then we'll get um both Dennis and Complex in here. Okay, so um, here's here's my thoughts, right? Um, and I've had these conversations a lot about issues in the Black community, the destruction of our community, the roles men play, women play, and y'all have heard some of my thoughts on here. So you guys know that I am not like one-sided and pro-Black woman, pro-feminine. I'm not any of those things, right? I'm pro-Black community, and that includes both men and women. Let me just say that. There is no we do not survive without each other. So I don't care how many people come on and say, you know, black women of this, black men of that. We both need each other and we both have issues that need to be fixed. Let me just start there. Um, now, when it comes to the chaos, and the, huh? Oh, that's my say something. When it comes to the Nothing, chaos. That was my ad living. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> when it comes to the chaos and the destruction, right? We, we, we all agree that both of us play parts. But I always say this. I think that Black men not only set the tone, whether they are there or not there, their behaviors or lack thereof, they are also the cause and the cure. And all of our behaviors are literally reactionary to Black men being the lead, being the head and setting the tone for everything we see today. Now, have mm. we taken some have we taken some of these reactionary behaviors and turned them into a Absolutely, absolutely. And I'll give one second. I'll let everybody speak without interrupting, right? I am not in the mood to argue. We just haven't. I'm just giving my thoughts like y'all asked. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give an example of what that looks like about setting the tone, right? Just certain things. Um, let's take, you know, I'll, I'll use myself, like, right, growing up. So growing up, um, for the first, let's say, nine years of my life, I was in a two-parent house home. My mom and dad, parents both black. I saw what a you know what a structure looked like. My father, they, they functioned very much traditional. My dad was the breadwinner. My mom was the caretaker. She was the nurturer, so forth and so on. Um, my dad basically took care of my mom. She, he met her in high school. He's much older than her. So she dropped out of high school, became a housewife, you know, all those things. And it was that was deemed as okay. Back in those days, you know, many, many years ago in the 80s and 70s, that was okay. But what ended up happening was uh, infidelities constantly, whatever it is, the family broke up, right? And my mom could not take care of herself because she always was dependent on my dad as per normal family structure. So we ended up like moving to what you would say is the hood. And environmentally, I saw a whole different side of what the black community looks like, right? So growing up for the second half of my childhood, I saw like the streets, the drug sellers and things like that. And I even look fast forward at some of those people today now that I'm many, many years removed from that. And I see how come I was able to separate myself and not become part of that chaos and choosing poorly and things like that versus those who stayed in that environment, right? And what I realize is most of us, number one, are just naturally creatures of habit. And number two, we kind of mostly, especially when it comes to matters of man and woman, we kind of mostly just do or, or we 
we function and conduct ourselves based on the things that are normalized around us in our environment. So using me and then somebody in the hood, for example, some of those kids never saw two parents in the household, right? Some of their fathers were on the corner, selling drugs, shooting up people, not productive, out in the streets, right? And so what do you think happens? What do they grow up seeing? What do they grow up normalizing? What, make, what does that make them become later on down the line? And most times the difference between me and some of those people is that I did have, a, I, and this is not none of my choices as an adult, but I had nine years of my childhood to see a different scenario that gave me that sponge effect that I knew that I wanted that more so than what I experienced in my latter years, you know, growing up from teenager to adulthood. And I remember having, I remember having the courage to do things like when I was like 18, 19, I ended up, you know, becoming somewhat of a product in that environment. I became a teen mom, but I knew that I didn't want to become permanently a statistic and, you know, dealing with street. I didn't want any of that. So like some of the things that I literally had to do to create different exposure and change my way of thinking was like, I literally would look up um, Zigat, the, the book that tells you about all the restaurants and places to dine and ways where, you know, five star rated. And I would get dressed by myself and go sit there. And I'm not afraid to speak to people, socialize. And even if I only could afford a glass of wine and salad, it put me in the, in the environment to be exposed to other types of people, people that weren't in the streets, weren't gang banging, selling drugs. And, and literally I read books. I started to network. I forced my way into finding those different experiences, finding those different types of men, but that's not everybody's. What I did to not be part of that continuing cycle of chaos and, you know, becoming that, you know, stereotypical mother, single mother, raising a kid to do this and do that. I did something that most people won't do. And in all those scenarios, when I look back, the men were the men were the ones that set the tone for everything that did and didn't happen in those environments. So, so wait, like, did you save yourself? But but, but Miss Mack, I have something wait, to say. Wait, about wait, that. no, wait, I'll hold on. You did you did you did you save yourself? I saved my own self, yes. But again, if we're talking about like a lot of people <laughs> mentioned here. Most people don't do that. Are you are you pro SYSPW? Hold on, well, no, guys, no. one at a time. But complex, that's a different way of looking at it. I didn't think about it. No, 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 no. Don't let's not no, let's not redefine this. No, I'm not pro. No, because not. save yourself, black woman. They're meaning to divest from the black community. Yeah, but I'm not saving herself in that way. She has not divested from the black community. Well, you but you but but SY. SBM doesn't necessarily mean divestment either. Okay, I'm not talking about SYSBM. Yeah. I said SYSBM. I know. And so no one no one's implying, no one's implying it. I'm just saying SYSBW as something that would work. I'm going to circle back around to, to the solution that I actually provided to you. SYSBW. I'm trying to see how it wouldn't work for you. Well, okay, well, let me, well, let me SYSBW ask you. is meaning to divest. I don't, I'm not talking about SYSBM, but if you're talking about okay, it in the sense that, that, that black thing? women oh, have hello. to be accountable I don't believe that yeah. and take our own future in our hands. I'm 100% yeah. committed to the black community to the death of me. But I'm okay. just saying in terms Facts. of choosing and, you know, these, you know, how, like, I hear a lot of you, like, a lot of you men and women sometimes well, say in a verse. Well, I, hey, I just got a quick question. For context. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Before you, before you, 
in response to what you actually said, fantastic, like black women choose and they want to wait until they, so I used all, I said all that, it was a long story, but I said all that to say that a lot of times those girls who then grew up to become women, they literally just followed the, the natural order of what their, what their environment was laid out in front of them. And growing up and seeing those scenarios, the men set the tone for those things and the men were the cause of those things. And when I look at fast forward of those things that are happening now, it's usually a reaction to the tones that the men set. And now women are just kind of, we have taken it, we have, we've taken it and run off with it on the deep end. But I was just saying that to say that I hope you guys are not saying that this is all women's fault. The chaos belongs to women. I think it started with men. Okay, okay, Miss Mack, Miss Mack, oh, I, I, have a, I have a question. All right, I'm which, out, which, I'm which out, men I'm are out. you talking about? Which One men time, are you talking guys. about? I'm Be specific about the same here. Men. About the same men, you guys, it's the same men that fantastic just spoke about. He said black women want to have fun, and I'm familiar with his with his what he talks about on here. So he's usually on here a lot when I'm on here. We talk about these these type of men, the men that women don't want, the the men that you know leave you to be single mothers and don't want to raise their kids and don't want to be. I'm talking about those type of men. Those are the men I'm talking about. Okay, good, good. Okay, because because often because I have to say this because oftentimes they're usually blaming the guys who had nothing to do with it to come save them from their decisions, even though they made bad decisions themselves. So it's well, the guys that had nothing, it was the guys that, that straightened up and flew right that these women didn't want. Now they want these guys to come back and fix them. They okay, want the guys well, who had nothing to do with it, the guys who straightened up and flew right to come back and fix it. Do you think that's well, fair? Well, well, we, we're not really worried about the, the fair aspect of it. Life, life ain't fair. Yeah. Well, let, let What's me your question, Ms. Spencer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so um Mac, so um mm -hmm. I, I being glad that you shared your story. So you you really are and you experience exactly what I'm talking about. So um the, the father that you chose for your 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 child, was he ideal? No, but before you ask me another question, mm -hmm. I literally met him at 15 years old in the childhood environment and we broke up by the time I was 19, and I have never dated another man like him ever again i chose to learn from that experience in my adult life not saying that it doesn't count because i mean it counts because i have a child there but i'm just saying like at the age yeah of but 15, at the same time you were a teenager he was, not an he was ideal because he got in high school that type of thing and he ended up you know the, the rearings of who he was yeah. going to be hold on um from that point i knew that's not the type of man and i had my father i did have my father as an example because like i said the first half of my childhood was completely different from when I abruptly ended up living the second half and all of the, the the negative stereotypical parts of the black hood and the black, you know, everything. And I got caught up in that. Yeah. And yeah. That I did. yeah so, so, yeah. Hold on. so, so again, so like you were saying, so outside of the infidelity, was your, fa your father was a, a good man, right? He wasn't, he wasn't absolutely. a dope dealer. Okay. Okay. Great. No, so, absolutely not. He was, he was amazing. And he didn't like okay. the spark of my child, but at being 15, I was like, no dad, he doesn't do anything wrong. He's cute. You know, I was arguing for stuff that I couldn't even foresee, you know, it didn't make sense to me. I yeah, 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 you know, but, dumb shit. but you, you, so I'm, I'm glad you said that too, because you, you're further um, proving my point and, and it's, it's not the man that's the problem. Again, the, the, the men aren't listened to in the black community. Even when they're wise, mm -hmm. even when they're like you said, your father's upstanding. I mean, nobody's perfect. Exactly. Here. Infidelity doesn't make you a bad dad. dad. It just I makes you a bad dad. Dad. But I want to go further to what I hold on. I know exactly what you're saying. And to that point, I agree. But this is why I painted the picture of the environment. So 
My dad was separated from us. And then my whole environment for a decade, still as a child became, I mean, I went from great structure to, and I'm just giving some transparency here, to thrown in a shelter, that type of thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, on, wait a minute, let me just say this one thing. I highlighted that to point out. Some yeah. I so when I chose to to want to live differently from that, I still know that I had a, a different example for the first nine years that reflected more of the man that is ideal. Looking at my counterparts in that hood neighborhood and those things, they never had a positive um influence or male figure that represented the thing that so let's so I'm just saying that if I didn't have that for the first nine years of my childhood, maybe I wouldn't have chose differently either oh. because I didn't know okay. any better. Okay, but okay, so that, like, I, like I was saying, just, I didn't really want to cut you off, but again, I, I was trying to beat you there because it's, it's a much more important question. So, did your father live in the hood too, or did you just your mother just live in the hood? My mother lived in the hood. My father didn't live anywhere actually. Oh. My dad was a truck driver. So, when they separated, oh. he never, he was like a nomad after that. So, he never lived anywhere again. He just, okay, he just so, paid, you know, yeah, he was still so, around. Yeah, he kind of. So, so he was on the road. That's why you, you. I guess it wouldn't have been. So it wouldn't have been feasible for your mom to give custody to your, to your dad. Yeah, no, he wouldn't. They wouldn't even let him. Get, they didn't let him get custody of me. He actually tried, and based on his career, well, they actually didn't give it to me. He literally. Well, he's gonna. Well, wait, wait, wait. Well, so hold on. Wait, 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 wait. See, see. So I'm glad you said that. See again, again. So instead of your mother, obviously choosing the the better option of giving you to your father. Which would have been in a safer environment, a safer neighborhood, um, more stable financially. No, my mother didn't fight it. So I'm telling you, my mother didn't fight it. The courts did. The courts said basically, no, my father would not be allowed. My mother didn't have any contest. She didn't contest it or argue it at all. The courts actually told my father he cannot take, he cannot have any children his permanent care because of the. He would have to have proof that he quit the job, or I mean, because literally he would be wow. gone for months. Yeah, it wasn't my okay, mother's I'm, choice. I'm not, I'm not gonna argue that. Okay, cool. That's that's kind of weird, but okay, cool. But uh, okay, so like, ultimately, this is this is my thing. Okay, and you said something kind of intriguing that that I was trying to get context on earlier when you said you would find these restaurants and just go like you know I guess like post up to find these dudes. Mm-hmm. So that sounds kind of um uh, not dudes, not dudes. Didn't say to find I was people. Not <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't hear what y'all want to hear. I'm yeah, trying to get her to I, 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 I said people because I, and I'm, 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 I'm keeping it real. I wasn't interested, and this ain't shade to us girls, but I wasn't interested in the women who reflect that type of behavior either. And I'm sitting here saying there has to be, in, in my mind, there's no way possible. And again, I've had, luckily, I had that structure to see what it's like on the other. I've traveled to other places, I've seen black families. Some people never had that, but I was like, when I come back home, it shouldn't be this Lamar got killed, you know, day day sold drugs. She was pri- there has to be a group of black people in this world who function the way my mom and dad showed me in the first. So I was looking for just people for, for education, for okay. career. Yeah, it was okay, a so, okay, people so, watching. So I was trying to get the clarity because you said introduced to these different type of men. So I don't know if this was a dating thing or like a networking thing because I was like, it you was, know, that's kind like that's like, like, that's like some pretty pretty Matthew, people watching. That's like some pre- pretty yeah. woman type shit. You know, one lesson, one lesson to learn. That whole I don't want the guy like you said that you know we play around with until we get tired because my first experience gave me the lifetime headache. You know, I had a kid with that person, so I was not. And so from that 
from that experience over, as a conscious adult, I decided I'm never choosing a man like that again because I had the example to show me exactly what I didn't want. So, but I, I can't say I'm zero. I've never had it because I did have that bad experience, but it's just for me, I was only 15, 16. But I'm just saying all that to say that, unfortunately, a lot of girls, young girls, didn't even have the other side to look at. Imagine being born into that, seeing that, you know, from, from childhood, you repeating know. this type of it's so much easier and subconscious well, more easy, especially than, than, than most of us think. Me, I know for read, fact, we I'm got a super chat really quickly too from Sick Lid. He said, Let's get this right. Mama got pregnant in high school and dropped out. Wait, mama got pregnant in high school and dropped out. You got pregnant in high school and dropped out, and but this is all the men's fault. See, this is where you guys go speculating, and that's why I'm very hesitant to share any hold on real quick. This is what they assume. Uh, I'm very okay. hesitant to share right. anything in this space. And the fact that people are open and giving their own nuanced situations in order to give some background and tell you where they're pulling from with their um, perspectives. And then like there's all of this negative judgment and, you know, you should have known better. You wanted the hood do. She was a kid. Like, come on. Like, I mean, you know, hey, we've all uh, been children. Mm -mm. This isn't someone um, saying that you I know, we don't. Mm -mm. No. We don't get the That's same allowances. We don't get the yeah, same allowances for no. um, making bad decisions. No, no, no absolutely insane. Neither, neither, neither yeah, the boys. Boys and men don't need to make the same type of decisions at a forty-year-old. But they blame. No. But they're blaming oh, us. They're they blaming should. us for them this being um, uh, uh, the, no, the no, like the no, law being about. Wait, 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 Black men are have black men are getting zero tolerance. And let me and let me can I just say something in response to that real quick? And also just to because I know this becomes part of it. Let me just say, and for those who personally know me, there are people within this space that actually know me, they can attest. So I'm not an angry black woman. I don't bash black men. My dating experiences as an adult has always been great. So no, I don't have that bitter, I hate black men. That none of that comes from me. Um, and all of my experience, honestly, with adult, whether they worked out into a relationship or not. I have nothing bad to say. I've always been treated with respect. I've met some very upstanding black men, but I'm, I'm just saying that I did have to go out my way and go do things that are not norm based on the environment that I came from as a young adult to search for those things. So I, I drove that point home to say that I can only imagine somebody who didn't have like the first half of their childhood like I did to even know, like there's a saying, you don't need, sometimes you don't even know that you don't know better because you don't even have anything to reference. So some of those people, imagine being born into that and you see that your cousin does it, your father does it, your uncle does it, your mother approved it, you know, this one does it, that one does it, and you grow up and you never get to see different. You innately, you subconsciously kind of absorb that and adapt that. And the same goes for men too. So right, but thank you. Hold on, Matt. Hold on. Hold on. The thing because about it is that thing. men are not given the oh, leeway. One at a oh, time. Hold on. No, 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 no. I got this. I got this. Exactly. See, yeah. because Mac, that that's what's funny. What's funny is is when men make mistakes, there we get all the repercussions for that. But no when one a girl is makes a mistake, over fifteen-year-old boys who make mistakes. Come on, like no, 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 concrete. No, 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 no. no. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Actually, finished and finished Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Um, the problem is black women aren't the ones who held you accountable when you turned 15 and committed a crime. 
Black women didn't hold you accountable. We're under somebody else's system and that system held you accountable. But it's jealousy between black men and black women because black men feel like black women should have bared the brunts of their uh, responsibilities and their you decisions. Got feedback, no, no, no. Oh, okay, but, but I'm sorry. Oh, and can, and can you read the super chats? Because I'm doing something. But but here's the thing. This, yeah, this, this um, is what I was getting. Danny, you're absolutely right. But I read that one from Sick Lid, and we just got one from Roger Report. He says, "I literally just tuned in and definitely didn't hear, definitely expect to hear excuses and all poor decisions put off on men. I hope I'm wrong, but I doubt that I am. Long live the habitual line steppers. Who is putting everything off on men? Correct. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I have to say this. Hold on. I have to say this. You just tuned in, so it's unfair for you to come in with these assumptions. We talked about, in our intro, the creators of this channel, we talked about how black women are pieces of chaos and the things that they do need to be accountable for. We've had discussions. Somebody said You have feedback. You have feedback. Can I answer this? Um, can I just answer the Somebody asked me a question. Yes. Well, do I think my daughter will continue the teenage mother cycle? She's already broken accountant. This is years ago. She's 19, lit, moved out of home, lives independently, in school, has her own place, her own car, no children, living a great life. So that just answers your question. She already broke the we cycle. Had because super I chat. We had another super chat. Highlight the other super chat, Danny, please. Danny, can you yeah, highlight? See, when black chat? men make a mistake, there is no we feel sorry for you. If black men make a mistake, what happens is that you made a mistake. End of. You no, have to I meet the burden of performance. End of. We're talking about children. There's a difference. Yeah. Well, well, it doesn't well, matter. Well, it well, doesn't matter if it's men or men or boys. Well, hold on. It doesn't matter because I'm not well, gonna hold like I'm not gonna hold you accountable for something you did at 15, but I will hold you accountable for something you did at 35. Consciously. Mm, well, but, but 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 here's the thing: I, you may not hold us accountable, but you know who does? The state holds us accountable. So exactly. don't sit up here and say. At, sometimes that sometimes no, 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 that sometimes no, 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 no. Hold, hold, hold on. Let me say this. Let me hold on. Hold on. Let me How say is this. That black because, women's fault? I can add. Because we're contributing to the system that holds them accountable. I'll I'll explain. Because what Max said, Max said, like, you know, hey, she made some mistakes at 15. Okay. Or, like, you know, I I get it. I understand. All All we were trying to say was when black men make mistakes or black boys make mistakes, there is no, oh, well, he was young. Oh, well, he made a mistake. Oh, well, he's a kid. There was no excuses. We're not, there's two different counts, it's two parts we're looking for here. So the- We can't control the government and the system and how they do it. So we do, we, I think we as black women- They sure do not weaponize it. I feel like we do accept those mistakes because if we didn't, and I hate to use this as an example, how are there so many of us fruitful and, and, you know, intelligent, like y'all said, with all of these pookies and Ray Rays that made these mistakes and we still loving them? Letting them impregnate us, have babies, raising their babies. Why are you letting them impregnate us? Hold on, I'm asking you. I'm asking this because you said y'all don't get the 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 pass on mistakes. That okay, is actually the okay. proof. Y'all are not. I can answer it. Hold on. I can. I can answer. I can answer. 
Well, hold on. I can answer your question. And again, just to be sure. So you had the baby at 15 or 18? Because I thought you said 18. I got I had her I had her 18. I got pregnant at 17. Okay, cool, cool. So I don't even know why we're talking about 15. All right. So that's, that's not just to give the proper context. That's what that's, I'm pretty, that's, that's what I, I thought. That's what I <laughs> okay, wait, okay, that's what I'm saying. I thought uh, I'm pretty like I said, you you had the baby at actual 18, got pregnant at 17. Okay. So this mm -hmm. this is the problem and the issue. Again, um uh back then you so that that will put you say your baby's 19 now. So that will put you all right, we, all right. So yeah, you 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 were 80s baby. You you were 80s, you 80s baby. But like but yeah, mid 80s. All right, cool. So then and up until like so for you it would have been around 2000s, it wasn't as I guess um, commonplace as you know putting your daughter on birth control for the sake of it. Okay, are black women doing that now? If, if birth control, I mean, you can get birth control for free or for a very very low price, right? Um, uh, pretty much nowadays. Okay, if not that, um, not even actual birth control. I'm not opposed to um, birth control. At the moment you become sexually active, I think you should practice responsible sex. And for women, part of that is birth control. I'm 100 percent an advocate of that. Well, well that's, okay. that's what I'm saying. So, so well, wait, what wait. we could do culturally, hold on, hold on, I'll throw it to you after this, bro. Uh, yeah. what, what, why, why aren't we doing this culturally? And actually, I'll, I'll take it back because there has been a decline in teen pregnancy. It seems to be that the, the teens are being more responsible than the grown women because the influx of out of, you know, what I'm saying, um, out of that like, 27 years of age, yeah, it's like 30, 30 year olds, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, so, um, but you got the women, it's actually 27 percent. 27 actually, Miss Fantastic. Okay. I'm gonna update it. Okay. Okay. Well, no, so, no, I'm not talking about the percentage. I'm talking about the age group. The age bracket has seen the biggest influx. Isn't indeed teen pregnancy has dropped, but again, yes. if you look at the biggest rate True. of things that be somewhere between later women. So the people that shouldn't know. Yeah, that. and it, it, it's because uh, later women are making their own money and able to run their whole their own households without mm. the influence of a man, and so that's why that's happening at at, at the rate that it's happening. Yeah, but okay, so if we're if we're still getting that, and that's that's turning out negatively for you know black people as a whole, why are you choosing that route? You see what I'm saying? Um, that, that's my thing. Um, I think I, I I don't think that it's just necessarily single mothers that breed bad kids. I think it's certain environments True. too. Well, um, it, uh, it, let, let me let me just so finish my point. Let me let me finish my point. Let her finish her point. No, because I'm just saying, like, if you are uh, dealing, if you deal in a house and structure and the house ain't in the ghetto and ain't in the hood and there's actual structure within that household, then I'm not going to say that's going to breed a bad child. But when you're dealing with uh, children that don't have no structure, um, plus not any parental guidance, that's what breeds uh, the statistical uh, bad shit. And no, I, I don't believe, though, I, and I, I believe that something? children... And the children that are not in two parent homes have a less, you know, lesser chance of success than those that are, you know, in a home with two parents. However, I think that the data that's been that we're discussing, we don't know what those we don't know how those children will impact the community because that's newer data. That's like within the last, what, 10 years where the numbers but, have switched and where there are women in their 30s that are having more children. We don't know yeah, that but, those children will have a negative And it's not always But Ms. Rose. Two-parent households or not because I have a, uh, I have a god brother who, who grew up 
in what we would say would be the picture perfect environment. You know, Brooklyn Brownstone family, two parent household, you know, had all the children together, all the all the markings and makings of the foundations laid for ideal black man, right? Let me finish. Yeah, we know what you're gonna say. We're not trying to he took a trip to Atlanta, got hooked up with some cousins of his. And all of a sudden, at about 24, he decides he wants to be an A&R of a record company. So what do you think starts happening? He now starts trying to fit the image of that. So now he becomes tatted up. And now, long story short, fast forward at about 34 years old, he is a fucking, excuse my French, nobody. And nobody's seen exception. him. Well, yeah, 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 that's the exception to the rule. That's subjective. Can what I consider what, nobody? It's not yet, but but even li listen, just real quick. Again, the data still the data still points to the the fact of single motherhood being a, a huge issue and problem. You can see it in the rising crime rates and the rising murder rates um over the last ten years. Again, you you had a slump from the eighties, and it's not the eighties. Excuse me, from the um nineties to the two thousands. But over the last five years or so, it's beginning to go back up on the rise in the, for the black community. So that proves, okay. that just proves your point of saying that there's no data. Well, I agree. My question is: Do you guys? And I'm asking this seriously because because it takes two people to make a baby, and so if there's a single parent, is there or is there not mutually an absent father? So do well, you well, hold on. Wait, wait. Right. Oh, that's accountable, and they're absenteeism as you guys are always but, highlighting that we are no because they think we sleep with the well, same five black men. Well, well, no, 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 it's not. It's not the same five. Hold up, it's not the same five, but it is somewhere around twenty some odd percent. I don't know what it is exactly. You but can't quantify do, that. Like you guys yes, like you to can. throw hold that up, number up, out there. Up. No, no, but no. Forty you, something percent of black men have children. You can't yeah, yeah, say listen, that it's the listen. same ones that we're uh, sleeping with. Well, again, the, no, the, the, you, can't, you argue. You argue. You arguing with the numbers, not me. Again, the number says that several black women have. You know, multiple fathers by different children. Okay, so several. What's the, what is the percentage of black women? I'm, I'm that... Somewhere around twenty some odd percent. I don't know exactly what it is. Somebody in the chat can put it in the chat. They know Please exactly. Do. What it is. I would yeah. like to see that. But, um, but, and and concrete. Oh, I'm sorry. My my bad. Sure, so you go ahead. My bad. Huh. Um, I, I missed my baby super chat, but thank you, babe. I don't need. I I was trying to read it, but I don't sorry, know what you said. Yeah, yeah, I missed it too. And can you get this one? Coming? Yes. Uh, we have a super chat from Global Foodie says i grew up in a two-parent home so did my brother who is now 19 and now wants to act like he was raised in the hood like y'all accused drake of doing so yeah there are those outliers but, but we're but just yeah talking those about, are exceptions yeah, yeah people from, stop like, stop talking about speaking. the exception yeah stop stop bringing up the exception the exception is not the rule again you have twin brothers i mean that's that's in the bible the prodigal son okay the part, the people that are raised that. In the same that's hold on, hold on. Just, i'm glad you said that fantastic because that's why i told my story because like you said yeah. it's yeah. we're not talking about the exceptions and in my case I was the exception. So if we're going to right. give credence to that, then you got to give credence to the flip side too because ain't I, everybody was doing what I did to break the cycle and break the stereotypes. You got to keep it fair. No, no. And, okay, uh, and, I, and I, 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 We want to get LAR in here real quick. Go ahead, LAR. Uh, Mac, you said something in the beginning of this whole conversation that I wanted to address. And it mm -hmm. was the, the men need to set the tone, right? Yes. Here's the thing. It's a flaw in that logic because you can't set the tone with somebody who's chaotic internally. See, we can set a tone with a chaos outside, but not inside. And what keeps getting skipped over is if you're an agent for chaos, that's an internal thing. That's not an external thing. 
So, so what's going on in, in this whole, as the conversation evolves is men can't fix your insides. And we no can't fix what we do. Yes, that's that's the point. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what the tit for tat was in that statement, but what I'm saying is, if you if you're gonna if you if you can I'm say, say it I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that tit for tat. I'm saying that I I'm, I'm agreeing and identifying that there's a problem with us on our side, but I'm, I'm just not, I just wonder if you guys realize that it's also a problem on your side as well. And the same way y'all, but can't the thing of is, chaos, are you are you hearing me? Chaos either. Let me take. Let me take it. Let me take this. Let me take this. You guys are start problems that would need to be fixed within you. No, no. And one is not all that of the other. Wait. This is. You know what? You know, I, I, gotta say something about this. Lar. Let me, let me, let me, let me tackle this. Let me tackle this. I didn't got cut off times. Just give me a second. All right. Go ahead. This is part of where the chaos begins. If you can agree to something and then turn around and say, but you. Okay, so even if I address but me, you are you gonna address but you? No, it's gonna be but me again. Absolutely. No, absolutely. That doesn't work. I would. I would. But the reason why Nobody, I ask that question is because every time oh, I come wait, on wait, here, man, it becomes man, the I'm, same about way you the men always so like so you may not be familiar with me speaking, but I have had moments on here when I've been added to this panel and I've called the women out for what it is blatantly without any issue oh. or ever whatsoever. Period. The I men have. do the same thing. Man. The black men do the same thing. Man. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Miss Matt. You hear what I'm saying to you? I'm asking. I'm not. I wasn't doing it to attack. I'm just. It, it wasn't about an attack. That's. I'm not looking at it as an attack. It's a diversion. This is why. Thank you. At the end of the day, the chaos creates diversions. That nothing could be fixed. Because guess what? The inner chaos creates a diversion that doesn't deal with the chaos. So even if black, even if I took your, you, even as black men collectively, we took that motto because that's what's happening in the community now. You know what? I ain't no good. I need to fix this. I need to fix that. I need to fix this. Even when you do that, that leaves the other person still in chaos. That don't fix anything right. with them. That's yes. what I'm and saying. That's say that perspective. Lar, lar, lar. Let 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 me let me tackle some of this. Let me tackle some of this. A lot of times, black men do call out the bad behavior of other black men, and sometimes in that agent of chaos, they back up the uh the other black men, those those black men that do by do by doing the things that they're talking about by having kids with them by uh. Let me read the super chat really quickly, please. Yeah, go ahead. Um, a, and then I want to finish. Super chat, another super chat from Global Foodie says single married mothers exist more than you know. Thank you, Global Foodie. Can I can I finish? Absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. Again, with us as black men, we we actually call out the bad behavior of other black men. But a lot of times on the other side, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear it. They, uh, you know, if they're, if you, you told us that, yeah, you, you guys are giving us love by also sleeping with the bad black guys and giving them babies and stuff like that. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, why the hell would you sleep with that guy knowing that he's a bad guy anyway? Why are you doing that? When we actually did, we actually did call out. So basically when we do call out the bad behavior, you're actually, you're actually backing up the bad behavior that, that we're trying to call out. That's what I'm trying to say. 
I hear you. I tried to allude to some of that by saying in some cases, I think a lot of times choices like, okay, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. I think someone on here said, um, women don't have the power to choose. We're not the, we, we can't choose to date outside our race or we're, we're the least desired or things like that. And naturally because speaking- Because they're seeing like, what's going on. Other races are seeing what's going on. Naturally speaking, men are the hunters. They are the predators. They are, we, we, choo we choose to allow them to enter us or be with us, but we don't go, we're, we're, not, we're not the hunters. We don't go out. You know, I hear women say now that the times have changed and women be aggressive. It's never going to be at the rate that men are. Men, you know, men, men will still hunt. Men will still pursue women. So a lot of times women are literally choosing based on the natural selection they have in front of them by default. So this again, why I told that story that, and I'm not saying that it makes it the, 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 the reason to pass it all, but I'm just saying that sometimes environment becomes your reality by a default. And if there's nothing else to counter or offset that, it's, it's kind of like if you've been a caveman all of your life and then you get jumped in the city after being a caveman years later, are you gonna literally look around and say, wow, it's a city. I can now go to a restaurant and not hunt a, a raw chicken. I can eat with, I can eat with, you're not going to understand that. You're still going to try to instinctively and innately based on all you've ever known is go hunt a chicken until somebody comes along that shows you or sets the example like, listen, you're not in that environment anymore. So I use my example. I use my story to say, I don't know if it would have been different if I didn't have those first nine years with a two parent household. All I know is that when I look at my counterparts that was in the hood, that's all they ever knew. I was going off of a comparative. That's why but, I knew I was able to want but better from my Let me ask a question. Yeah. But, 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 but the thing about it is now they have a choice. They're choosing to stay in that environment. But you, what, what happened with you, Ms. Mack, is that you chose to change. Something, right. you, you saw right. that something, you saw something in, you said, hey, wait a minute, is this normal? And then when you went out and you did something else, you saw that it wasn't normal. So you you right. had a you had a spark and you said, whoa, I, I wow, I have legs. Well, I can actually walk and see other things. Well, you didn't well, say, well, hey, this is where I'm gonna stay. No, you 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 made it you made a conscious decision to go out. That's what's happening here. That's what the black men are doing. Because when they see that that the that the community, when they tried to help fix the community and people and and and, the, and either the I don't I don't want to say, you know, I'm trying to be politically correct here. But when the sisterhood is voting against them, now all of a sudden, when a lot of guys they go out and they get their passport and come back and reach out to brothers and show them the way, show them something else, or they actually discover it themselves, they actually change. But the thing about it is that you saw something. You you saw something and you said, "Hey, wait a minute, something is not right." That's what we're that's what we're saying as men. We're saying, "Hey, something is not right here." Hey, hey, new. Let me let me get in here, new, because I, I'm yeah. I'm actually about to hop off. Look, Matt. All we're trying to say is this. So we're just trying to say a couple things. I think, and I think um, most of the people on the panel will agree. It doesn't it mm -hmm. doesn't matter how good the guy is as a leader if the women if the woman doesn't want to follow. It does not matter. That's just like that's just like me drawing up the best game plan possible, and you just tearing up the game plan. If I'm, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Now, mm -hmm. the other thing that we're saying, too, is is I get that, like, you know, back in the 1930s and 19, whatever, like, you know, women didn't have a choice. Now, the, the beauty about living in America is everybody has the choice to do what they want. So exactly. 
there has to be some sort of agency that's taking place because what's really funny is, is like, you know, the whole strong, independent, all of this stuff, right? But then where's the accountability? Because that's, the, that's the thing that, that happens. <laughs> hold on, hold on, let me finish. That's the thing, that's the thing that comes with the freedom to choose is you also need to take responsibility for your choices. So for example, like, you know, if, if you don't want to have a baby out of wedlock, hop on birth control or don't have sex at all. Like, like, Right. Th that's all we're trying to say. It's just like there has to be some sort of agency, some sort of accountability for for people's actions nowadays, because men, men, we always have responsibility and accountability for our actions. But a lot of times for we the, the and, way yeah, that we live in a different time. In the 1990s, kids like in my town, as a young kid couldn't go put themselves on birth control. Uh, just, okay, just but but here's the thing: we're talking about thirty years later. They still had later. sexual education in high schools. Yeah. Well, well, I understand yeah, yeah. now. I understand now, but I'll let her answer. Even in the nineties. I mean, I I agree for the most part that you know, and I think I've said that on here before. One of the biggest issues on the woman's side, because again, I'm not. This is not a you know free for all with the men and there's no issues with the women. I just like, I'm more about just identifying both sides and how we can resolve as a collective. But I will say if I could not identify no other greater flaw in women is that we don't like to take accountability for anything, especially the part that we play in choosing the men that we choose. So you have no argument from me there. I say this repeatedly. I really, I do. And I, I actually agree. And, it's and unfortunate. And Ms. Mack, okay, well, we're going to hold so on, Nordine. We're actually going to start final comments because we got to wrap it up. So I wanted to go mm -hmm. ahead and, Nordine, we'll start with you and then we'll have um, Dennis and then Chaos. Well, um, my final thought is that, you know, at, at least now, you know, we have some sort of accountability. But even when Black men actually, uh, figure out what's happening and actually try to fix it, try to, you know, we do take accountability. It's on the actual women that say, well, you know, now with their uh, strong and independent don't need no man type of thing. I'm not saying it's all, I'm saying a, a sizable majority, they feel that they don't have any accountability because they feel that everything, what they're doing is not wrong. See, when you, when you have people that, that figure that no, nothing they do is wrong. How do we grow from here? How do we grow, how do we how do we grow as how do we grow as people when one side is actually taking accountability and the other side isn't you can't build anything and we try and and, and we and we talk about it to we're blue in the face as men but if they're not willing to hear us then it's time for us to either you can either do one of two things you can either see the power see to what's going on or you get out, you get out of that environment, and you and, and you move on, and let them be with their own devices. They the reason why these women are complaining now, and and all the stuff is happening is because men have figured it out and they stepped off. That's why they're complaining. It's not just you know uh, 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 the you know the uh, the poogies and ray rays that they're dealing with. It's the guys that they need to help build that are stepping off, and they're mad about that. So when the men who have who have things to do are, are, are stepping off and saying, you know, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I'm going somewhere else. Then all of a sudden he's shamed and ridiculed. So when he's shamed and ridiculed and seeing what's going on, uh, he, he's, he's not going to come back. And that's my final thought. 
Thank you, Nuradine. Thank you that so was much, Nuradine. Yeah, some very good points yeah. in your um, final commentary. Mm -hmm. um, I agree with a lot of what you said. Me too. And, um, Thank you. We'll have Dennis next. Hey, yeah. So shout out to everybody on the panel. Uh, appreciate for you. Appreciate everybody having me up. Look, like, you know, it doesn't matter the type of leaders men are if women aren't willing to follow. Doesn't matter. Like, you know, there, there, there has to be somebody in the leadership role and there has to be somebody in the follower role. That's how relationships work. Like, you know, I, I get it. Everybody wants to go this whole 50-50. But that's just not how it's going to work. The other thing, too, is now women have agency. Women have choice. You've got to make good decisions in the men that you want to pick to be your boyfriend or or um, uh, make a family with or run your community. You've got to make better decisions. Don't fall for, well, you know, my, I feel this way and I feel that way or like, you know, oh, you have to you have to be able to sort of get out of that sort of emotional sense and start to look at things in a more logical perspective. And that's the only way that's, that that can really sort of pull everything together going forward is is like, you know, the men have to come with the leadership and the women have to come being being ready to build and follow. And I think that the good thing that, that I am starting to see with this space is it looks like, you know, with the whole SYSBM movement, it looks like it's actually starting to pick up some steam and make some progress. So I would say, like, you know, if we want to save the black community, it looks like we're actually starting to move towards that step. And we got to continue to move to move forward and progress and actually work together. Like, you know, we got to abandon this feminism thing, this independent, everybody, look, we're human beings, okay? We need each other to survive. Nobody's truly independent. So again, once both sides begin to understand that, um, I'm really hoping that like, we can actually take some steps to continue to build uh, whatever's left of the community and start fixing things before it's too late. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Dennis. Um, you thanks, ready? I really enjoyed your commentary. Um, some very, very good, solid points. Um, thank you for coming up and for joining us and adding to the conversation. Super dope. Um, and next we'll have chaos. Um. To my conclusion to all this, I feel, I don't believe, I feel there's not enough chaos in this community. I feel when the chaos reached to its high max or its threshold, then order has to be restored. And when we come from the black man's hand, that's damn sure, that's probably gonna come to other groups of men in this fucking community. And once that happens, you'll see the greater um destruction and once destruction hits, you know, men always come around and pick up the pieces and rebuild. That's how we always do. And for the men that, you know, said they're going out, they out, which they're already doing right now. I'm telling you, ladies, once a man tastes the sweetness of other non-black women and suckle on them, it's a wrap. They will not turn back and say, well, I want to look at a black chick for it. I think it's better over here. And that's what happens. That's the greatest I guess apple that Eve ate. Once you eat from the fruit of the garden, <laughs> oh. it's a wrap. So, no Jesus Christ, none of them gods are going to say this. It's only going to be divine intervention. Move forward. There chaos. What the, what the fuck was this? <laughs> Don't ask. Don't ask. Thank you, chaos, for your commentary. We got a super chat really quick that I want to read from Sick Lid. He says, women, find yourself a good military black man. 
point blank period. Shout out to Mr. Fantastic. Thank you, Sick Lid. That's not a bad idea. Um, you know what? We may need to do... I'll talk to you about it later, Danny, but that's not a bad idea. You know, find yourself a good military man. Um, and then LAR, if we can have your final comments, brother. Okay. I appreciate y'all for having me for one. Um, y'all said y'all agreed that the women are pawns, you know, of, you know, of chaos, notably to white supremacy. So basically, and if, if this is chess, we're not even on the same team. So the complaints that are levied at black men are from the opposing team. If you chose, if you, since you are pawn, you abdicated, gave up being a queen to become a pawn, which you may think is the winning team. So whatever happens over there with white women, white men, you know, is this your king type of situation, LGBT, you know, intersectionality, immigrants, that's your team. So at the end of the day, keep your complaints to your squad. I'm done. Thank you, LAR. We appreciate you as always. Thank you for your commentary. Definitely um, gave me some things to think about. Um, so thank you as always. Uh, we appreciate you joining the panel. Um, yes. And then next we'll have Mr. Fantastic. Hey, um, uh, thank y'all for having me as usual. Um, uh, again, man, shout out to Chronicles of Judah 144. Um, all the fellas in here, I know it's a lot of fellas in here. If you don't watch him, you know, this is like his his um uh his saying man women are agents of chaos and they don't mature they don't start to mature until they're 45 years old um listen uh, a woman is whimsical and capricious um her heart is like uh, snaps and what is this traps and snares and um you know women are gonna go with what makes them feel good unfortunately uh you know black people in general not just the women need to become a lot more um, politically savvy uh, we need to start learning a lot more about serious issues such as um, economics and um, uh, just intellectualism in general. Uh, we are going to be moving forward to the point of where these jobs that they told us weren't going to return is what I think they said somewhere upwards of, you know, 20 million jobs. Right. But again, none of those jobs are being promised to black people. You already have 500,000 um, visas being promised to um, immigrants, and I don't know how many jobs are going to come out of those 500,000 visas. Um, and you got to think about housing. You got to think about a whole lot of other things. And then to mention what they're doing for the immigrants, illegal and legal, um, uh, it's just that y'all hey, sold us out, man. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm going to say. I'm not going to say y'all took credit for selling us out. So black um, women, you're saying when you say y'all took credit, took credit. Yeah, took credit for selling us out. Again, the black men didn't, didn't, didn't really celebrate it as we never do in politics. But black women took the and actually fought the Latino women because who was the girl who said something? Um, uh, whoever the his little Hispanic chick was, the and old Evan, 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 yeah, Evan Longoria. They was like, you know, they they hit y'all. We all hit it with the the two snaps and a neck roll, like bitch. You know, y'all y'all did all that right on the whole nation to make sure that y'all get y'all proper credit. So um, hopefully, man, as usual, um, we're in health and, and we make it through this next four years. Um, but I know if and when they replace the president with Kamala Harris, y'all go celebrate that Indian woman being president, too, and claim as your own, even though she don't claim you. 
Holla. Whoa, that was a mouthful. Fantastic. Um, uh, you always keep it interesting. Definitely interesting commentary. Gave some perspective on some points that I had not thought about and or heard about. Uh, making me, you know, write, take notes so that I can go and research some of the things that you pinpointed relating to some of the policies that the Biden-Harris administration intend to address immediately upon taking um, office. So, Thank you for joining us. Um, it was a pleasure. We enjoyed you. And then, um, Mac, uh, you're our last person. Um, as always, great discussion. I'm actually very upset that I came so late. So I kind of just jumped in where I, you know, where I left off at. But it seemed like you guys were talking about a lot of great things, more so political. Um, and some very good closing points by the fellas. I'm just going to say that um, at this point, I kind of really don't know what the answers are. But I do think that at some point we have to realize it's either us or destruction of us. And I think that's the, the bigger point. And, you know, whether we're agents of chaos, they are, we both are, we got work to do. And we definitely, as women, I think we definitely need to be accountable for the things that we perpetuate because we do perpetuate a lot. I have to agree with the fellows on that. Um, and fellas, I just, you know, I, I hope to see that more of you continue to be your brother's keeper because it can't, you know, even if we start to attack the internal uh, areas of our chaos to fix those things, it can't just be the few of you brothers that are out here speaking on behalf of a larger collective of brothers that ain't getting it together. I mean, it's a it's a team effort. It's a collaborative work. And um, I'm always for us, by us, everything us, men and women, no matter how good, bad or indifferent, I'm never interested in, as chaos said, tasting or testing the other fruit and realizing I, I don't believe in that. Um, and as far as the political piece, I missed a lot of it, but I do agree with a lot of what Fantastic said that we definitely need to focus on being more intellectual, studying politics more and having those discussions because those are the things that are key to our survival as a whole. And um, I hope we I hope we get it together before before I like I said, it's either we get it right or we become the destructive, you know, we become the destructive group. And that's all I got. Thank you, Mac. Beautifully said. We appreciate you so much. Um, yes. Thank you for not only joining us, but for, you know, pulling from your own personal experiences and sharing um, a little bit of your backstory in an effort to kind of highlight some of the key points that you wanted to drive home. Um, definitely appreciate you with your intellectual perspective and yeah, join us anytime. Okay, so my final comments. Um, this was a really good discussion. Um, and, you know, it made me think about the fact that Complex always, you know, he's one of those people who will pose a question to make you think like he, he won't um, come right out with a lot of the points that he's making. He wants you to think about it and kind of get the point on your own. So he was basically trying to get us to, you know, realize that, you know, we're not having a solution based conversation. Um, I feel like having the conversation is the starting point. And maybe this is a little bit selfish of me because of the fact that I get so much out of our conversations to the point that, you know, I am, I have, I could have a continuation of the conversations with my partner in addition to me doing additional research and looking things up because of, you know, a point that was dropped um, here in the space or, a, you know, real dope uh you know, commentary that was given in the space and it causes me to go on and do 
you know, homework. Um, so I'm a person that believes in doing the work myself. I don't need anyone to lead me. So if you drop little nuggets of information, I may not say anything right away, but a lot of times it hit home, hits home for me. And that's all I need in order for me to do the work that I have to do. So maybe in doing that, I expect for other black women to do the same. So I feel that having these conversations might be fruitful, but I do still believe that this is only a starting point. I think that internally, you know, that we have to, ensure that we are influencing those that we have direct contact with. Like I said, my daughters, my nieces, the the, the daughters of my friends, um, I think that, you know, those who we can affect directly is who will have the best chance of helping and aiding. Um, but as it relates to the conversation and how it delved off into politics, like I said, Fantastic had some very interesting points that does make me want to go and, and I will um, research some of what he said. Um, I do feel like we were essentially choosing the lesser of two evils, but I've constantly said, and I've reiterated this point over and over, I don't believe that this is a victory for us. Um, I think, you know, I'm kind of like standing back waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting to see what they do, but knowing that they already have an agenda that does not include black people, it further, you know, um, it further, um, you know, fits into what I assume that they would already do. So it further casts doubt upon them as a pair, in my opinion. Um, but I understand, like, we kind of felt like, okay, we don't have a choice. We have to do something. This is a, a overt racist. He's bigoted. He's, you know, destroying the country. He's, you know, causing race wars. So we have to do something was the, I believe, the thought process of many. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, are Black women agents of chaos? I do certainly think that we play a role. I think that the biggest issue and the biggest um, reason that we play such a vital role is because we won't stop and look at our role. Um, we fail to be accountable. We fail to be able to look intrinsically and see, you know, what we personally and as a collective are doing that is hurting our community because we, we some of our behaviors and some of the things that we do absolutely impact the community negatively. Yes, black men have their issues too, but you know, when we have topics where we're focused on black men, I try to keep my commentary to the black men. Um, so I wanted to stick to my the point of the conversation, which was black women. So like I said, this was just a real dope conversation. I enjoyed like politic and with everybody. And thanks to everybody who joined the panel. Thanks to everybody who super chatted, um, which we have one really quick right now from Full Circle said, LAR movement, damn. Um, thank you, Full Circle. Um, and thank you to everybody who sent a cash app and everybody in the chat. I appreciate y'all. Um, dope show as usual. High five concrete. We did that. Um, shout out to everybody who came through, everybody on the panel, everybody in the chat. Really good conversation. Um, I still have a lot of thoughts about it. We'll talk about it again, I'm sure, because you know, we we are the queens of the reset button over here. So y'all just deal with that. Um, anywho, um, you guys have a great rest of the week, and we will see you back here on Sunday with another dope ass topic. We're out. Bye. Peace out.